We are here live on a Saturday, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time for True Heel Heat 149, an honorable death. We're going to be talking about ROH's big news of the week, releasing all their talent ahead of a hiatus. We got our third fantasy wrestling draft with all ROH all-timers as well as current roster. It's going to be a good time just ahead. So producer, hit the intro. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for True Hill Heat 149 and Honorable Death. We're going to be talking about the latest wrestling news as well as holding our third fantasy wrestling draft. ROH releases all their talent ahead of hiatus and reband and what that means for their future. We're talking about the latest on Charlotte Flair's backstage heat following that debacle of a title exchange last week. Uh, the fallout from Impact Bound for Glory with two new world champions recap of the week in wrestling plus a preview and predictions for new japan pro wrestling power struggle 2021 plus more i am here with not the regular cast of characters top guy jj's got the week off miss chrissy love is fashionably late because she's my tag team partner and as you guys know except for the person i'm about to introduce whenever i have a tag team partner on these fantasy wrestling drafts they usually show up late it's like sting and rick flair at halloween have 1995 but first of all we have an roh expert the man that covers it every single week on the true hill heat youtube channel on fusion of honor you know him from blunt impact you know him from joints and jabronis you know him from nx3 he's the three time three time three time baby making champion this is ness true hills what's the deal Glad to be here this lovely Saturday. Uh, hopefully this draft will go much better than the last one that I was a part of, which was a lot of fun. Again, shout out to Nick, shout out to Chris. That was a lot of fun. And yeah, something near and dear to my heart in uh, Ring of Honor. So I'm glad that this, this episode is pretty much contributed to them and tributed to them. Yes, it's a tribute to Ring of Honor because we're a bunch of Ring of Honor diehards from the from their golden era. So we had to bring in some other diehards from their golden era. And one of my favorite podcasts around, you know them from Dirt Sheet Radio. First up, you've seen them before right here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel on True Hill Heat, our flagship podcast. One of the most knowledgeable guys in the game today, Jonathan oh. Escadero. What's up, guys? What? Wow, I was gonna use my usual intro, but I don't know how how much cursing you guys. Are. Wow. Oh, oh, this is True Hill Heat. Come on, man, you've been here before. Go ahead, curse, ahead, curse away. What the fuck is up? <laughs> I'm excited. It is great to have you. You 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 wake up a little bit earlier than us, so we always appreciate people that do that for us on a Saturday. And you are with your tag team partner because this is fantasy wrestling draft time. So Dirt Sheet Radio had to be represented by not just John. He's bringing along another knowledgeable gentleman just joining the crew this year in January. Uh, our producer calls him a young Tony Schiavone, and he's been called a Dalton Castle uh, look-alike as well. So he's a man <laughs> of many different faces, Nick LaRocco. <laughs> it's Sting! <laughs> <laughs> what is up, everyone? I'm Nick LaRocco. 
If any of you have ever watched CZW in 3D, I apologize for the scars on your forehead. <laughs> that is that is a way to introduce yourself. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys for joining us for our third fantasy wrestling draft. True Hill Heat is 0-2, so I don't know how it's going to go. I'm without my tag team partner right now because Ness is the judge this time. He's not my tag team partner, so I'm trying to see if I can win one with with Chrissy Love, you know, got the got the woman appeal with her. So I'm waiting on her. Hopefully she's there to for me to tag her when I when I'm getting beat down by YouTube YouTube fellas. But yes, this edition <laughs> of True Hill Heat is brought to you by our friends over at Warrior Wrestling and Powered 4 TV, as well as of course, if you want to become a even bigger supporter of the True Hill Heat brand, uh, go over to Patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. Become a three dollar backer for exclusive True Hill Heat content. Content, including the True Hill Heat 149 post show that will be up later today. But John, Nick, I know John, we've had you on before. You explained Dirt Sheet Radio to us, but for anyone new to the channel that hasn't seen you on the True Hill Heat flagship podcast before, please explain what you guys do over at Dirt Sheet Radio. Yeah, Dirt Sheet Radio is just a pro wrestling podcast where I bring together my boys, Nick and Greg, and we talk shit about wrestling. The, la the latest, probably the last seven days in wrestling, really. We try to keep it weekly, but it's good times every week. We ca we, uh, we're very casual about it. We're very, uh, what's the word, candor. We got a lot of, we're, we're, we're very, we're very uh, uh, candid about what the We definitely stay on topic quite a bit. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely we do. What do you don't know what you're talking about, John? Yeah, yeah, you see? <laughs> this this dirty radio every week. A constant argument about professional wrestling. It's the greatest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> I love it, and I love you guys. You guys are doing great stuff in the professional wrestling media game with your podcast, and we love everyone who joins us live for True Hill Heat. Keep those comments going in the live chat. Some of our favorites are already here. We got the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. We got EBB, Fifth Generation Carney, Anthony Manzano. We also, uh, yeah, so of course, if you want your comment highlighted, your question to be heard or answered by anyone on screen, a super chat donation is greatly appreciated one dollar or more helps out the channel a lot and it makes sure your comment is highlighted on screen and look look i didn't even have to wait till the bell rang for the match my tag team partner has arrived the beautiful the lovely miss chrissy love Fashionably late sorry guys hello good morning how are you guys happy to be here russia was trying to take over my wi-fi so you know had to oh. fix that Russia and North Korea does that from time to time. So we appreciate you showing up. You didn't even wait till, you know, the bell rang and I was reaching for the tag and no one's there. You came before the match started. So I exactly, always appreciate exactly. that. No need for the hot tag here. No. <laughs> But as always, we love our supporters of the True Hill Heat brand. So we got to shout out our roll call for all the supporters on YouTube, Facebook, and all social media. Our top three conversation starters on the True Hills group page. Coming in at number three, Dennis Smith. Coming in at number two, Jessica V. And of course, number one, as per usual, the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. A couple of True, Hill, True Hills we got to shout out. You, my boy, Blue. All Sizzle, Sammy Joe. Uh, CM Chris. <laughs> 
EBB, who's already in the chat with us, as well as Chase Oliver, our YouTube subscriber highlight. We got Will T on AE Ramble last week saying, Cody stinks. That's all I have. <laughs> Great comment. I just had to highlight that. Uh, Swaf Van 100 says, I love what Moose did at Bound for Glory. Right now, he is top heel in wrestling. At first, I thought he was tied with Reigns, but when I think about it, nah, Moose is top heel in my opinion. We're all entitled to our opinions, and Moose right. is entitled to, to his as well, so we'll talk about what he had to say on Impact Wrestling, but let's get right to our top news story, as we're going to be talking about Ring of Honor, a, dis, a death before dishonor, pun intended, um, <laughs> releasing all their talent following a post promoting a temporary hiatus and reimagining of the company. Ring of Honor issued an announcement on Wednesday stating that following December's Final Battle 2020 21 event, the company will take time in the first quarter of 2022 to reimagine ROH. The statement also noted that ROH is working on a pivot in order to come up with a new mission and strategy. The statement said, and I quote, throughout the pandemic, our first, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. And despite not producing any live events over 18 months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time where we need to make changes to our new business operations and are planning a pivot for Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy. Uh, the year will culminate with a final battle in December and we'll be taking the first quarter of 2022 to work internally to reimagine ROH. ROH has the most dedicated fans in the industry and we appreciate their loyalty and patience as we reconceptualize ROH. We anticipate a returning to live events in April for the Supercard of Honor with a new fan-focused product and provide a unique unique experience for wrestling fans. PW Insider reports that ROH has informed uh, staff and talent on the planned hiatus, which will begin after Final Battle. The event airs on pay-per-view on December 11th. The company plans on making changes to business operations and will not hold any live events until April of next year. With a reported return slated for Supercard of Honor, like the statement said, Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio went in to say that it's going to be run more like an independent promotion again, where people are going to be signed for per deal dates. However, it also appears all wrestlers uh, currently under contract with the promotion have now been released by, uh, that was reported by Dave Meltzer first. To potentially shed light, PW Insider in a later update reported that multiple talents were on a Zoom call uh, today uh, on uh, Wednesday. Day where they were informed if their contracts were inspiring at the end of the year, they will not be renewed. Following that time, they will be free to work elsewhere. For wrestlers who are under contract that go past January 1st, 2022, PW Insider noted that they will remain under contract for a certain period of time, and the window is expected to run through around March of 2022. Beyond that, ROH is still reportedly planning to continue taping their weekly show later this weekend in Baltimore, and Final Battle is also said to be still moving forward as planned. PW Insider notes that ROA still does have a venue scheduled for WrestleMania weekend next year in Dallas, Texas. And PW Insider reports that ROH plans to continue its weekly TV show during the hiatus by using archival footage and more. Fightful Select reported that the uh, talent uh, releases will be effective at the end of 2021 and everyone will be pa 
paid up until March 31st. Talon has been told to contact Greg Galini uh, if they want to work elsewhere and that if they're still under contract, the company will work on making that happen. Bandito immediately booked like three events for GCW <laughs> as we as we talk. Uh, don't be mad, he needs money. I am at it. I ain't mad at him at all. Uh, the Briscoes already were working with uh, GCW, becoming the GCW World Tag Team Champions last weekend. Joe Koff talked to PW Insider and said, and I quote, we care very deeply about our people and our talent. This is contractual and an individual conversation. I'm not going to comment on it at this point. He did later go on to say that uh, in 2018, <laughs> they did have an opportunity to uh, become bigger and they lost out on that opportunity, which AEW you capitalized on when asked if talent would be able to take work with other companies cough said and i quote where we've had a conversation with them and we will be certainly working with every talent for whatever needs they need to fulfill what they're looking for it was reported on thursday that roh tape library is up for sale that was reported by sports illustrated but then uh the the wrestling observer newsletter reported that sources in wwe aew and impact have denied knowing anything about it and it's likely that if you if they was up for sale, WWE and AEW would be the first companies to be contacted. I'm so all of this. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot it's to a lot. take it's in. A, it's a it's a very it's a very vague type of things yeah. that they are putting out for sure. But the details that we've gotten from PW Insider, FIFO, and Wrestling Observer has shed more light on it. But I'll go to you first, John. What is what was your initial reaction to this news? Before they even announced that they released everyone, when they put out that statement saying they would go on hiatus and come back in the spring, I thought, they're dead. This is dead. It's it. They died. <laughs> and this is how they're going to break the news. It kind of seems that way still, because the more details that come out, the more they seem dead. <laughs> well, now they've released every wrestler. Well, now Joe Coff is saying goodbye to everybody on PW Insider. And it's like all these, all the wrestlers immediately who work for RH immediately got on Twitter and just started like crying. And it's like this is, regardless of what happens next year, if they come back, if they don't come back, this Ring of Honor as we knew it is dead. It's gone. But it's time to hold the funeral. Really, it's whatever shows up next year won't be Ring of Honor. I'd be surprised if they keep saying, been saying this for years. It's, it's very true. <laughs> He's been saying this for years, JJ. He's like, <laughs> he didn't even know why ask people to talk about it. He's like, why do you now everything is now true that what he said? It sucks because I think a lot of people kind of gave up on ROH over the last few years. Uh, most people point at the Madison Square Garden show, but it was a little bit before that. There was a little bit, it, it was kind of coming already. The Madison Square Garden show was like the cherry on top of a shit cake. Wow. <laughs> shit cake. Okay. It, it was their <laughs> biggest show yet and they fucking was a wet fart in church like it was all about new japan when the most memorable things i talked about it with uh, uh coming in to talk about this topic is another host of fusion of honor we got the stat king here with us uh we talked about it on the on the romeo report and uh yeah it's it's basically what we talked about there is that uh ring of honor has kind of like the the writing has been on the wall, but the most memorable thing about that Madison Square Garden show was fucking Enzo and Kaz invading <laughs> when no one knew about it, and Matt Taven being the least over guy in a ROH World Title match to win the fucking title. Um, Nick, let us know what your what your thoughts on it. What's your gonna be like if this is the end for Ring of Honor? What's gonna be your greatest memories of ROH? 
<laughs> Enzo and Cass, of course. That's what everyone cared about, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but <clears throat> like uh, John was saying, I mean, the, the biggest thing about Ring of Honor is it's not. it wasn't the same. It's not the same company. It's just like with NXT 2.0. You know, oh. the memories of that good NXT are gone. And this is <laughs> pretty much a completely different entity. And I, I hate to see it go, but honestly, like... It's just like it's gone, and there's no bringing it back, unfortunately. And th that's really a shame because I have memories back in like the days of like you know Raven and CM Punk because I was you know that really big fan of Ring of Honor in the very early days, and you know, those were some of my fondest memories. And seeing these feuds with guys that went on to do great things in the future, you know, it used to definitely be that like launching pad for so many great talents. And to see what it is now, it's just a shame. It really is, and it's been like a series. I, w I went through the whole chronological order of their demise, <laughs> and I, I dated it. I didn't even date it back to Madison Square Garden. Most people want to use the elite as scapegoats because, but I said it I said it on the Romeo Report with Stag King. They were scapegoats because ROH could have believed in the elite at the time of their height when they did all in, but the elite believed more in themselves than they did than ROH did in them, and that was the main issue there. I dated back all the way to 2011 when Sinclair Broadcasting first bought Ring of Honor. They're a company mm. that didn't know what to do with professional wrestling and I feel like that was the downhill more than anything. Stat King, do you believe after a couple of days since talking about it on the Romeo Report, do you believe that ROH will return or is this really the end to you? Oh, did we lose John? Oh, that is very uh, sad. I think I'm still here. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'm just having some, some Wi-Fi connection issue. Uh, I honestly, like we were talking about it on the Romeo Report, this is like just a, a it, it just feels kind of weird. And I know Nestle, Nestle echo this, but the number of times that we have said on Fusion of Honor, we're covering Ring of Honor matches, this match would be really, really great in front of a live Ring of Honor crowd has mm -hmm. been has been higher than the number of matches I think they've even had in this pandemic era. But it's it's kind of just, it's unfortunate that they uh, they decided to continue to run no live event shows when they are trying to pay all these people. It just, it just started looking like kind of depressing in a sense to have no crowds, especially when you'd have some people whose entrances are designed to pander to the crowds like i remember uh yeah. ness i remember i know ness remembers from that uh women of honor tournament the first uh sumi sakai match her versus rock versus roxy she comes out and she's she's pretending to high five people who are not there <laughs> it, was, it was just great as she's walking down what? to the race. yeah no like, wow. she's, she's just you know oh hey 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 and there's nobody there uh so <laughs> it's just as a it's a stark reminder of what Ring of Honor was, and especially I think, and, and the funny thing is now I think about that every single time the Young Bucks make their entrance because their streamer, their streamer entrance is designed yeah. to uh, mimic their time in Ring of Honor. So if if this is the end of what it was, uh, I just think got something great planned for Final Battle. That's. <laughs> that's I just want to commend you guys for watching that every week too. I can't. I can't do it. It's so sad to me. Like I, I watched Ring of Honor for so long to see it in this state every week and be like watching somebody die like in a bed with cancer. <laughs> like, very scary. The, it's really sad. 
the crazy thing is, is that the the quality of wrestling hasn't changed. Yes, it's still it really, really great wrestling. There's just nobody there to see it. <laughs> it's, like, it's, still, it's still a great person. This was a great person, but they're dying. <laughs> no, that, that's a that's a great analogy. It's like seeing your family member as in a vegetative state. That's what a Ring of Honor has been since this whole pandemic started. Uh, Chrissy Love, as someone who's not as big of a Ring of Honor fan as everyone else here, what's your reaction to this uh, news? And do you do you feel like uh, as someone who hasn't been following like it, do you think like the writing's been on the wall for a while? Um, yeah, because the, from the statement, the very long statement you said, I was just like, okay, one minute they're not out of business, but they're still gonna have people there and they're still gonna be getting shows. It's like, well, which one is it? Like, I'm like, I, I sat here and listened to you, I'm like, I don't get nothing he's saying because it's all sound like, like, that's what it sounds like to me, you know. But, um, but JJ's been saying Ring, Ring of Honor's been dead for years now. Like, we've been doing this podcast. Like, he's been, he, he always will get mad at you when you talk about it. Cause he's like, this is, JJ's been like, I guess he's been saying this for years. Too bad he's not here to say, I told you so, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I would, I, it's sad to see a wrestling company like close down where, you know, people need jobs still nowadays. Hopefully these guys can, I mean, if they do decide to close, you know, Someone will pick them up and, you know, give them not venting them because they'll destroy everybody that's that, you know, it'll be NXT 3.5000. Yeah, you don't we don't need that because but I I would hope and pray that someone can have that has the money and has like the love for wrestling to help them get where they need to be or get back to where they were. Um because it's it would be a sad thing to see another promotion like, you know, with good talent like you guys said they're giving good wrestling still to like you know be banished away now because you know they don't have it for the rest of the people you know so i think it's really sad I hopefully i have my fingers crossed i pray that they you know we'll get it back together hopefully hopefully they can they can get themselves together and come back in some type of form you know pwg does the per date type of like independent promotion and pwg was the like the the close partner of sorts to ring of honor like a lot of feuds you would see in pwg ring of honor would take it upon themselves to do those same feuds so it gets like they're going they're reverting back to their old school way with this what uh, we're hearing from dave Meltzer. I just want to say, I know a lot of people say that Sinclair was like the beginning of the end. And I feel like if you want to really, if you really want to pinpoint the beginning of the end, you're going to take it back two years before that. Because when Dragon and Nigel left, I don't think Ring of Honor ever brought, ever recaptured that flame. But I don't want to blame Sinclair because there was still that generation that came after them. The Kevin, the Kevin Steen, the Adam Cole. Yeah. But they get lost in the sauce that was the New Japan crossover. And that ends up being what really maybe killed Ray Water, the dependence on that and overshadowing their own next generation that they needed to cultivate so that they can keep their buzz. And eventually they lost New Japan. Then they lost their own next generation and they had nothing. Mm. So I, I said that also on the Romeo Report. Like I a was bad like soap opera. 
<laughs> they they made themselves the secondary <laughs> promotion in a partnership with New Japan because those guys never got over the went over on a Tadahashi or a or a Okada or a Nakamura. So it made them mm. look inferior. The only time they got wins ROH on uh on New Japan, it was either the Young Bucks who worked with both promotions, Red Dragon who worked with who worked with both promotions, AJ Styles who worked with both promotions. That was the theme really. Uh, don't even uh, don't even bring up those horrid ROH World Title matches in the Tokyo Dome. Those six mm-hmm. oh. stuff they got. Don't worry, don't worry. Show. I did th- I did that on Roman Report. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ness, my question for you, where do you think certain talent will head to next? Like when you think about the top talent in Ring of Honor, the ROH World Champion Bandito, Jonathan Gresham, uh, Jay Lethal, lifers like Jay Lethal and the Briscoes, where do you think they're going to head to next? I think those guys got to gotta go to AEW, honestly. It's just that <clears throat> the, the following that Ring of Honor has is the same as the people that Tune into AEW every week. Mm, I would love to see okay. Jonathan Gresham versus uh, Brian Danielson, mm. preferably in a pure rules match if we can get that on on national television. Um, someone that's that pure rules, right? yeah, pure pure, oh, pure rules. It's um, it's a match where there's three rope breaks. After the three rope breaks, you can't get any more rope breaks. There's no closed fist punches. There's only open hand uh, slaps and chops. Um, if anyone comes out to uh, interfere in the match, they're fired. Well, clearly everybody just interfered in the pure rules match because everybody's fired. And Ring of Honor still lost. Yeah, yeah, they lost. But like, it's it's just a. Uh, 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 match designed for pure wrestling. No shenanigans, nothing no, out of no the nonsense. ordinary. Yeah, no nonsense. And okay. I think that was one of the 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 best, the better things on their revamping uh, when they're doing it. But um, I would also like to see a couple guys in Impact, like Bandito, um, Bandito, mm. Dragon Lee. Uh, I know. I also want to see. I want to see them cross promote between Impact and uh, AEW. I know that there might not be um, that in the works as of right now. Because you know me, I want to see Roosh, Dragon Lee link up with Andrade. I need it. I need that in my life. So, um, also, I like to see Shane Taylor promotions on AEW because, um, aside from all the other people, I'm not one of them, a lot of black wrestling fans, oh, we don't have anybody to represent us in AEW. There's plenty of people in AEW that there represent is. You just don't pay attention to them. <laughs> um, Obviously, yeah. Yeah, you just don't pay attention to them. But a Shane Taylor Promotions can be that type of faction that can garner that reaction from people. So it's a lot. And even in the women's division, um, I would love to see Willow, uh, Roxy, who, again, literally yeah. just got the Women of Honor title and now the promotions is is going out of uh, out of commission for a while. So you think she has to keep the belt, or they collect? I would, yeah, I would yeah, hope so. Maybe. I hope so. Because yeah. <laughs> they've been they've been they've been, they've been doing something. They've been doing stuff where Roxy in particular will defend the title in Indies around the country, so they can just continue continue doing that. And it's an independent title now, pretty much. But I've been mentioning her a lot on anything I've been talking about with Ring of Honor this week. But Trisha Dora got signed last motherfucking month. How the hell is do you sign someone a month ago and now they're fired? 
Sinclair, like their whole situation has changed within the last month. They got hacked. They got their, their finances are screwed thanks to COVID and everything. So they really had to start taking a look at how they're spending their money. Wow. And if you look at Ring of Honor, it's like, what are we even doing with this? Where are we spending all this money for? We can have the same show nobody watches and pay nobody. And just be like, it's logical. It's very logical. It's just sad. <laughs> it is too like Sinclair is a business so like they have financial reports and stuff so they don't have to be signing anyone when they right, see right. where the dynamic is for where their income's coming from but hey they're still signing people so I don't know why they were doing that but <laughs> it's, it's a strange decision we got a super chat donation here from Vala B uh, another <laughs> deposit for that True Hill Heat buys our like fund <laughs> hey, we that's like $2 in uh, the t- t- 100 rubies it's like $2 so uh, every Saturday. guys we all collect our change from the couch we put it together and we can buy that uh, tape yeah, library that was our idea the Roman report we are we're, we're trying to we're either trying to buy the tape between me and John. I think we have the tape library for for Ring of Honor. But but if we were to buy it and have the rights to it, your all your super jet donations are going to True Hill Heat <laughs> buying Ring of Honor. We've come up with Ring of Heels, Ring of Heat. Yes, we we are we are going to buy it. We're going to buy it and we're going to name we're going to change Fusion of Honor to Final Battle. We're going to buy the names of their pay-per-views. We're we're buying everything, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, super chat donations are going to True Hill Heat buying uh buying ROH once and for all. But speaking of ROH, we you guys have been enjoying our fantasy wrestling drafts and we've been doing it uh for three times now where True Hill Heat is 0 and 2. Uh, I lost with uh, Top Guy JJ. Just to recap things uh, to John and Nick, I lost with Top Guy JJ against the Distractions podcast, Jeremy and Joe, because Top Guy JJ, we had the whole wrestling world at our disposal. And I told my first words to Top Guy JJ was Kenny Omega or Roman Reigns, you go with as your number one pick. He picked Britt Baker. And so we lost. Um, oh, no. Then, <laughs> then, oh, Why then, you veto? You could have vetoed. I was there. You could have vetoed him and picked Roman Reigns. I, I, I could have, but I wanted I wanted to concede to my partner. I wanted to, I wanted to just be like, oh, you know what? I believe in my partner. So I'm going to go with what my partner says. But... Okay. Uh, the second time, me and Ness, I can't blame Ness because we 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 both did an admirable job, but we were versus, we were behind the eight ball already. We did an all African American wrestler, past and present fantasy draft with the oh. Nubian Wrestling Advocates podcast. These guys literally talk about black professional wrestling for a living. So like we were behind the eight ball, so we lost there as well. So you had a disadvantage to base. Put up a better we, fight though. I'll say we that. did, we did, we did, we did. We, that's we, trying to keep himself over. <laughs> the, 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 theme, the theme here, uh, John and Nick, we always give our opponents the first pick. So you guys will have the first pick here. And this time, because of the top news story that we just did, we are doing Ring of Honor fantasy draft but we're not just keeping it to the current roster ladies and gentlemen you you will have the opportunity to pick all timers from ring of honor anyone that's worked for ring of honor but these are the rules we're going we're going three rounds three rounds you get pick you get six picks per round two of your picks can be all timers from the ring of honor roster anyone that has worked 
uh, I I will put it at five or more events for Ring of Honor to to keep it at some type of uh you know some type of even playing field. You can't just pick Bobby the Brain Heenan or fucking Bret Hart because he appeared one time on Ring of Honor. They had to be at five different matches for Ring of Honor, and then the rest of your picks per round are going to be from the current roster. Because I told Nick before we went live here, I told you as well, John, that if we just picked all time ROH uh, competitors, we wouldn't have the the main roster that's currently free agents pick. So, and just so you guys, so, just if you need to know, uh, five five events. Britt Baker was at five Ring of Honor events, so she. I I, I do know that you didn't need to tell anybody. You give see you're you're supposed to be on our side, but no. Since since John is here as well as uh, Ness. Said, John, you want to take my place, friend? I could be a judge. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chrissy, Chrissy, Chrissy. I need you to be my tag team partner because I, I, I need okay. I, I need the female vote. Any no females are gonna pick against you. So whatever females we got in live and anyone that picks against Chrissy and you're a male, you're sexist. I'm just gonna say that. And maybe that gets us more votes. But this is all Ness is our on-screen judge. We also got John here for a number of times, so we'll get his opinion on the first rounds that he's a part of. But the main people picking who has the better roster between True Hill Heat and Dirt Sheet Radio is once again the True Hill Heat live chat. We uh, I do want to go through a couple of your comments before question. we get started here. Yes, yes, Chrissy. Is you didn't say anything about tag teams. Yes, you could pick tag. You could pick tag teams, but no stables. So the most you could pick per a pick is two guys. Okay. You could pick. You could pick any tag teams, and of course, you'll have deliberations. Bullet Club, basically, is what you're saying. No, you can't pick the Bullet Club. You can't pick the Elite. It has to be a tag team. It can't be stables. So well, so you know, within, within those groups. Exactly. Exactly. You can. You can do that. Uh, John and Nick will have opportunity. They'll have two minutes to discuss their picks before they make it. Same as me and Chrissy. We want to highlight a couple of your comments here. Uh, Bills Mafia STF says Brody King needs to be with Malachi Black. I, I do agree. That is actually a, a good a good choice. The House of Black together. Uh, we got fifth generation Carney saying that pure tournament ruled. Absolutely. Uh, EBB saying the beautiful thing about the current wrestling scene is that no matter where you sign barring WWE, you could still show up on AEW TV. So I don't think most need to sign with AEW. That is right. a great point. I do love that. that you, you, you know, that letting independent people still be independent and still, you know, get shine on their platform. Frantic World saying, I hope all of the ROH wrestlers don't go to WWE. Some of them can go to AEW, Impact, MLW, and New Japan. We also got uh, Bills Mafia saying Gresham should be an immediate upper card guy if he goes to AEW. It would be similar to Danielson's current run, which would be glorious. I do agree there. Uh, and Nick Jackson, hashtag Ring of Heat. I do like that one. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one so far. Uh, Godless uh, Scummer, one of our new subscribers. Great to see you, brother. Saying, hey, ho. Uh, hey, then we yesterday. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And uh, Bill's Mafia warning me, saying, SP3, just don't botch the uh, the f number one pick again, and you'll We're be not. fine. We're not. 
Don't got Chrissy that. this time, ladies and gentlemen. We did good with me and Ness because we gave the first pick to the NWA podcast, and they picked The Rock. The on, obvious. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, it's, it's, it's like you're in the 2003 <laughs> NBA draft, and you, you, you got LeBron James on the board. Oh, do you pick LeBron James, or do you go with Darko Milicic? No, yeah. you, you fucking pick LeBron James. But we came back with Sasha Banks, which I feel was the number mm-hmm. one woman on the yeah. board. So I, yeah. I we did well there. We just got to keep it up here. So Dirt Sheet Radio, you are on the clock. Who is your first pick in the fantasy draft? Y'all can discuss. Hmm. There's only really one choice for the first <laughs> pick. Already wrote it down. Take it now. Take it now. Yeah. Take it now, right? You yeah, do it. American Dragon. Of course. Of course. Already wrote them down for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly probably the greatest Ring of Honor wrestler that there's ever been. And maybe Indeed. one of the best wrestlers ever. So that's an easy choice. Yeah. <laughs> when I think of Ring of Honor, I always think American Dragon. So I want to. That was a big one that we were talking about getting. <laughs> I, I don't blame you at all. Because if I had the number one pick, that's uh, <laughs> Chrissy Love. We would have been picking Brian Danielson. Of sure. course. Um, can someone keep track of um who's writing what? We we got okay perfect. We got it. We got our producers. We got Ness uh, also keeping track. So they will. We will have it scrolling at the bottom as well for everyone watching. So Brian Danielson, the number one overall pick for (laughs) Dirt Sheet Radio. And of course, we had to get we had to get Brian Danielson from Ring of Honor, not Brian Danielson now. Brian Danielson from Ring of Honor. (laughs) All right, Chrissy. Who is this guy? (laughs) Chrissy. (laughs) We are on the clock. So so my my first thought here is there's two guys who, you know, if you don't say Brian Danielson is the greatest ROH competitor or ROH champion of all time, you either have to go with CM Punk or or Samoa Joe. Oh, damn. I would, I'm going to say punk friend. Um, I think that would be the better out of the two. Um, don't get me wrong. I love Samoa Joe, too. Damn, this is hard. Oh, we're going to go with punk for the final answer, friend. We, we, we got to get our ratings up because he's, yeah, he's a ratings punk. draw. Yes, he ratings. sells some tickets, especially in Chicago where John is. You saw John just pop when, when, when we just <laughs> said the name. So we're going to sell tickets in Chicago because Chicago gets everything. You heard that, producer. And, That's yes, true. we are going with we our do. number one pick for True Hill Heat. CM Punk. Yeah. Yes. Summer of Funk Punk. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Dirt Sheet Radio is back on the clock. Who is your number two overall pick? So uh, we 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 get five all time ROH choices. What was it? No, you get you get you get one more, and you get two per two round. Okay. So you got you already got one. You get one more for this round. Okay. So we're actually going to. Can we go modern? We can go. We can go. Yeah, yeah. You can. You, yeah. The rest. Can, the rest is current. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna take the young bucks. Yeah. There's your other yeah. your other all time pick. Yep. There you go. That's it. That's a good. Yeah, do it. You gotta do it. It's self explanatory. Just like Brian, the Bucks are one of the greatest acts to come through Ring of Honor and end up being the most wherever, wherever they go. Exactly. And they sell tickets everywhere. That's for damn sure. So uh, you're going. <laughs> With the Young Bucks, do you have to pick the the number one overall pick as far as tag teams for sure? Right. Um, <laughs> uh, so so we could either go with okay. uh, the current roster or we can go with an all timer. Um, because because we get the first pick in the next round because it's mm-hmm. snake mode. I think we can hold off on Joe. Yes, I was gonna say that. Hold off on someone and get maybe modern. I'll right say now. don't. 
Don't don't do don't that. No, because yeah, we get dog. they don't have another another all time oh, yeah, pick. Yeah, they right. don't have another all time pick. Right. So we can right. we could we we can go with Joe as our first pick in the second round. So true. I think we go with an all time pick, Chrissy. Right now, okay. Yes, we go with an all time pick. So um, what do, what do, what do you, I, I gave you I gave you a, a list of all timers. So you you I let I let you throw some some names at me here. <laughs> AJ Styles, huh? AJ Styles. AJ Styles is a good one. Um, Kenny um, Omega has worked with say, Ring of Honor. Kenny Omega, um, Kenny Omega, then friend. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. We got it. We that's our money. That's a money feud right that's there. Money, like, a, between the Young Bucks and him. That's and we can't, we gotta right stop them. We gotta deny them from putting the elite together. <laughs> so that's the move. That's the move. We are going with Kenny Omega to go along with CM Punk. And, <laughs> and Kenny looks real different now. I know he looks real different, producer. He looks real. He looks real different. Don't worry, don't worry, producer. You could you could put a Kenny Omega current pick because he did do shows in 2017 and 2018. You don't have to go a Duge. You can't do it. You don't have to go a Duge, a Duge Kenny Omega. So so we could go with 2017, 2018. He made event one of the yeah. top shows, uh, Supercard of Honor 2018. So yes, we're going with Kenny Omega as our yeah. second overall pick. Now it is on you, Nick. And John, <laughs> there you go. There, there's your, there's your last pick. So you got, you got Brian Danielson <clears throat> and the Young Bucks. Who are you going with now? Nick, I'm gonna let you go ahead and take this one. All right. So you know, here's the thing. We have Danielson. We're gonna need some sort of a really great in-ring product. We're gonna need something that's gonna draw in crowds, rematches. We're gonna want the fans to be all in on this. Therefore, our next pick in the draft, Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. top. That's the top overall of one of the current guys. <laughs> I, I do agree that that's a that's a great one. That's a great pick. So your third overall pick is Jonathan Gresham. Gresham versus Danielson, like exactly. we said before, that's a money matchup. That's that's money right there. So that's a great pick there, Chrissy. We're on the clock. Okay. So, what, okay. so we we can't pick all timers now. We no, we, we got to go with the current roster. Okay. So, so current I think roster. we should go with a tag team. Because they okay. already got the young bucks, and we can't. So we we got to need a tag team, yes. So and there's we... there's one tag team that's been there since day one. Is that Jonathan Gresham? <laughs> that's Jonathan Gresham. That's their oh, third man. overall pick there. Um, he so scrawny, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's short. He's, he's, he's only 5'4". He's, he's bulked up a little bit. Since he's only 5'4". Leave him alone. See, okay. see. So he's my height. Okay, great. Bills Mafia is already trying to help us out, and yeah, Godless Gunner. Okay, there, there, there's our answer right there. They they they, they <laughs> helping us out in the live chat. See, the live chat is with us. The live chat is in our corner. Yes, third win. overall for True Hill Heat, the Briscoes. Day one. I, I assume it's, yeah, we we looking good right now, son. We we looking good. We we got we our money good, feud. Man. We got our money feud up top with the Bucks and with uh with Punk and Omega, and then we got the Briscoes. Our tag team division got a nice little anchor there. So Dirt Sheet Radio, you're on the clock. Your fourth overall pick in the first round. All right, Nick and I were doing a little bit of discussing, but I think Nick might have a better choice than I do. So I'm gonna let Nick take this one. You like my idea? Yeah, I'll take your idea. I like your idea. All right. So for our next pick, we 
will be taking. Okay, oh, you gotta do that. You gotta... That's how you know it's. Because <laughs> our next it's pick. It's earlier over is... here than it is over there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be taking Roosh. Roosh. I was not mad at you. Round too. Damn. Not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. That's a good. That's a good pick. You get I, the. I will say. I don't trust him. I think he lied to us about an injury to get out of a contract, but it's still a good wrestler to have. It's a good pick for what we need. <laughs> we got we got some we got some uh, nice little picks here in the here in the chat. People already putting suggestions for the next round because we both we both teams have already picked their all timers. But that's a great right. pick for the right. next round in uh, Red Dragon. But yes, Dirty Radio fourth overall in the first round, going with Roosh. Um. So, so I know, I know what I just messaged you, Chrissy. Right. Yeah. 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 But, but they, 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 they left the door open. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers yeah. left the door wide open for us. us they, right didn't, they, they didn't think strategically. Okay. Okay. Let's take these motherfuckers' family away from them. Let's go with Dragon Lee and Kenny King, LFI. Okay. Really? That's, that's, that's a different pick than I thought you guys were gonna yeah. go with right We we I've got to think strategically. We gotta we gotta take things away from you. That's what we, <laughs> we that's what we do in round one. Round one, we Chuck just take chopping legs out from under you. <laughs> you don't have stables like you know. We're not keeping your stables together. We we go with Dragon Lee, one of the best junior heavyweights in the world. Kenny King. We got we got we got diversity. See, people want diversity in in, in <laughs> rosters. We needed a we needed a brother. I literally I literally messaged Christy a brother and a Mexican, and we got it in one pick. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so now you are up, Dirt Sheet Radio. Your number five overall pick. All right, so. I thought that this was the direction you guys were going to go in, but since you didn't, there's going to have to be a little bit of strategy in this pick. We'll pivot from what we were going to do originally, and we're going to take Bandito Jr. because that's a world-class wrestler. And we still kind of – we could put him with Rush if we wanted to. I'd rather not. I'd rather have the matches. <laughs> we're going to have some banger matches in this Ring of Honor roster of ours. And for that, we need someone like Bandito. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. That that was that was one of the people I did message. Yep, yep. I did message Chrissy that one. So once again, yeah, once again, we're gonna be cutting their legs off because they're not <laughs> thinking strategically, ladies and gentlemen. They're not thinking strategically. So, so they they got Jonathan Gresham. Not only are we going with the, what I messaged you, Chrissy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We gotta go for the two for ones. Let's go with the foundation of Jay Lethal and yeah. Tracy Williams. <laughs> we're, getting these, here. we're getting these two for ones out here, ladies and gentlemen. We think <laughs> like spades, friend. It's like yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I get one when you can get two for free. Like what? <laughs> two books. We got two books in these motherfuckers. Like, come on. Jay Lethal and Tracy Williams are fifth overall in the first round. So your final pick of the first round, Dirt Sheet Radio. All right. The final pick of the first round. I hmm. feel like there's a glittering uh is a like I we we're 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 talking about something, but uh 
we weren't exactly 100% sure on it. <laughs> There's so much talent, but yeah. I see the way you guys are drafting, so now I have to think a little different about <laughs> where, where we're moving. See, Chrissy, we got them on the back foot. We got them on the back foot right now. They <laughs> had the number one overall pick. How we got y'all on the back foot? I want to make sure I have the very best roster, okay? So I, I it's That's more – you guys can take multiples, but I just want to make sure I get the highest quality wrestlers. Yes. It feels, it's, I was going to say, it feels like they're stalling while they look on Wikipedia. The I know. They're, 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 they're typing. They're, they're stalling while we talk to each other. There's way too exactly. much <laughs> – you can tell you can tell uh John's typing to him because he's yeah. recording off of his phone and you see his finger just going like this. I'm, I'm typing right at Nick. It's right totally That's okay. I I just do that normally, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm just cleaning my camera. What are you talking about? Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, we're gonna go ahead and we're just gonna take Shane Taylor because he's he, he should have been a first round pick and we kinda slack. And we might as well grab him now before yeah. you got to take him in the next round. Fuck. They they read our messages, Chrissy. They read our messages. They hacked that stuff like North Korea. We we you guys you can get his uh, the rest of Shane Taylor promotions if you want, but I want. Nah, we, we. Thanks, Kim Jong. Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> I want, want the Marcus Darby driver. Okay. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you at all. I ain't mad at you. Right now, who who do we have? So we have uh, CM Punk, Kenny mm -hmm. Omega, the Briscoes, the Briscoes, Kenny King, Jay Lee, Jay Lethal, and Tracy Williams. Got you. Okay. So this is so yeah. this is our first round, and we're at number number six now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, we're at number. We're our final our final pick of the uh, of the first round here. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, once again send you two choices, uh, Chrissy. I thought we were gonna go with okay. Go ahead, send it, send it, send it. Because well, no, they 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 picked they picked the reason why I was I was going with that with that pick. <laughs> that they, they, oh, I, they, that pick it. was to get Shane Taylor and someone else with it. <laughs> got, got you. Got it. Okay. Okay. Now they, I they, see. What see, they thought they thought they were they didn't think hard. They thought smart. There, that was a good move. <laughs> I would give you. I would give you that. We had them on the ropes, but they okay. came back and they jabbed us and they got away from the ropes. So okay, we gotta okay. we gotta come hard with this uh, last pick here. So oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. That's that's that is that's the pick. If you're okay with it, okay. We are yes, going, going with, with violence unlimited. Brody King and Homicide. An ROH classic and an ROH uh, current top star for ROH. We're going with Violence Unlimited. Miss, why is your face like that? Is that a good Because that was a strategic. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was very good. Yeah, follow you on that one. Like, we're totally fucked or we just. No, so no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm Bill Alfonso cutting it right down the middle. I can't be biased, but my face was a, a very biased decision. Like, reaction to that decision. That was a good one. That was a very okay, good Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, so Ness, you want to run down what the first round looking like for All both right. teams? For Dirty Radio, their first round draft picks are Brian Danielson, the Young Bucks, Jonathan Gresham, Roosh, Bandito, and Shane Taylor. For True Hill Heat, your first round draft picks are CM Punk, Kenny Omega, the Briscoes, Dragon Lee and Kenny King, Jay Lethal, and Tracy Williams of the uh, Foundation, Brody King, and Homicide of Violence Unlimited. 
So let us know. We're going to put the in-chat poll in the live chat. Let us know who you think won round one of this ROH fantasy wrestling they're draft. Both I, they're both good rounds, I, guys. I don't know. Yeah. Like... This this one is tough, y'all 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 came hard with the Brian Daniel. Your best picks for me was Brian Danielson and Jonathan Gresham. So I, I give y'all credit. Y'all 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 thought y'all thought smart, not hard. We're thinking far too, so we're already ready for a couple of picks. I hope y'all are. I hope y'all. Are. <laughs> I thought you was gonna be a slobber knocker. That's right there. Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm. 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 I'm I got. I gotta go through. You know the the rest of the the news and stuff. But I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna type some things in between y'all talking to Chrissy Love, so we we are prepared for the next round. Um. <laughs> So while they vote in the live chat on who you, who they thought was the better pick, we got a couple of comments to highlight here. Negro Bucknick Jackson said, man, True Hill Heat is coming for the juggler. Uh, we got Bill's Mafia talking about our last pick saying, uh, great pick. He also says both very good. Uh, he, he likes both rosters. Uh, MW Network saying, anyone pick Trisha Dora and Eli? Okay, okay. And uh, Frantic World saying, this was a good first round. I I would I would I would argue that this was probably the most even first round of any of the fantasy drafts we've done so far. Chrissy, Chrissy, as a as a novice ROH fan, we 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 doing it. We doing this. So far, we look like we good. Like I'm looking at the names. I'm like we looking alright. You know what I'm saying? We we looking alright. We looking alright. We just gotta be strategic for the rest of the round because me and Ness won the first round last time, so it's no guarantees after first round. Um, but while we while we prepare for round two, we gotta go through what we missed. First up, you got Impact Bound for Glory 2021. Josh Alexander defeated Christian Cage in the main event to win the impact world championship he celebrated with his wife and son afterward and then moose <laughs> cashed in the call your shot gauntlet trophy to beat alexander to win the impact world title right in front of his family mickey james defeated diana parazza in a sublime encounter to win the impact uh knockouts championship trey miguel beat steve macklin uh and el fantasmo in a tremendous three-way match to win the X Division Championship. The Inspiration made their debut to defeat the Decay to win the Impact Knockouts Tag Team titles as I well. I'm sorry. You you don't like it? You like Iconics more? I, I wish they would have came up with a better name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think both names suck, honestly. <laughs> but, but, like, exactly. But, um, if you go from the Iconics to the Inspiration, <laughs> it just don't, like, I don't know. I There's like also them. too many syllables. You're right, though. There's too many syllables for a wrestling name. Right, like, inspiration. Like, it's, it's a little much. <laughs> a, a little much, to say the least. But I'll go to our, our impact expert here, uh, Ness. What was your thoughts on Bound for Glory? What stood out the most to you? Um, it was a great show overall. The the That main event segment, the post uh with Josh Alexander celebrating with his family, you know, that was nice. But then when Moose came out, casting the Call Your Shot gauntlet, if you guys were on our watch along, you seen me marking out. I lost my fucking mind. Um, <laughs> Moose is the guy that myself and Chris G, we were like 
rooting for him to become Impact World Champion for the longest, and it just seemed like a forgotten or foregone uh, opportunity. So the fact that he won and then cashed in on this, he definitely catapulted himself to be one of the top heels in the business right now because everybody's like, oh, my God, how could Moose do that? What the hell? Josh, this is supposed to be Josh Alexander's moment, and that was the reaction that you're supposed to give him. You know, so... Yep, that was great. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little, little uh, angry at the fact that Deanna Peraza wasn't able to defeat Mickey James. I felt as though she was having a tremendous run. I wanted to, her to continue that um, mm -hmm. to defeat Mickey, and just that'll be another uh, notch on her under her belt for a, a tremendous knockouts uh, championship run. But you know, there's always a chance for her to get it back. Overall, the show was great. Um, Trey Miguel, he had a uh, he he definitely deserves the the X division title. He he yeah. had a great show, and that match was my favorite match on that card. And uh, I'm not too crazy about the inspiration coming in. Their first match, they, they beat the Decay. and win. They, just got yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't too much of a fan of that, but like, are know, they going to draw people in to watch them? It's like, possible. You count, I mean, they, you have to count that in. I mean, maybe they are yeah. hoping that, but I didn't. I didn't. Um, I don't yeah. think that they should have won right away. You just no, have, I don't know. I, 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 I wanted them. I predicted them to win, and I, I feel like it was the right move. I mean, the Decay is a good team, but they're not like fire and flavor. They're not like the yeah, team that you build true. the division I, around. I, I so think, inspiration is. There's, a, there's something about perspective there with TNA Impact. They're known for bringing in recently released WWE wrestlers to come in, kill their own built talent, and take their mm -hmm. titles. I feel yeah. like maybe they should have been a little more conscious about that. Like you could still strap them. I don't think you had to do it on the day one. Yeah. Just murdered your whole thing, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, that is a little bit of TNA uh, aftershock with the guys <laughs> that used to come in and then just win the title immediately. That used to be, yeah, the the main thing they would always rely on. Way too often, way too often. That was that was ridiculous. Uh, uh, to answer this question here from Anthony Manzano, SP3, why did you draft uh, Brody King and Homicide of Vitamins Unlimited? It's Violence Unlimited uh, <laughs> instead of drafting the whole group. That's one of the rules of the draft. Yeah, you can yeah, only you can put through the stables. Yeah, you can't pick stables. You can only pick two, two. And uh, the the super chat uh, button is there for for me, and uh, we already got a super chat donation. So you might need to refresh, brother Anthony. Uh, Romeo, you coming in? Way too much uh, inspiration slander here going on. Guys. Uh, <laughs> are you not inspired right now? Like no, they like I like the gimmick. Like they have the the, the talking right. ability yes, to yes. carry the fuse. They just I don't think they have the in ring ability to make me. I don't, I don't know. They, they they definitely have the opportunity to have better matches now because they're not right. under the WWE micromanaging. But mm. you know, the and best the thing they can do is talk. The name is great. Inspiration. See, it does. You can, you can chant it. As long as you can chant it, you're doing something right. Uh, we got <laughs> Stat King. <laughs> Stat King saying, uh, having some Wi-Fi issues, but he says that True Hill Heat won round one, especially when you've got a 180-minute Iron Man match to start off round two with Samoa Joe versus uh, CM Punk. He's giving stuff away. You can't give stuff away, man. Um, but... 
outside of uh, what the main thing from Bound for Glory was, of course, Moose winning the uh, Impact World Championship, like Ness mentioned. Nick, what do you think that was the good move by Impact, or should they want to want with the babyface winning and ending the show with Josh Alexander as the champion? Mm, you know, it's always about getting that babyface reaction at the end of the day, but. It, it, Impact needs to do something that really just gets the audience back into it because so many people have just left and don't want to come back because Impact has this real stink to it. And, you know, it's a, it's a product that it's not the same anymore. And it's the same thing that we talked yeah. about earlier with Ring of Honor. It's just like you need to try and get people to come back. Otherwise, next thing you know, we're going to be hearing about Impact releasing every single person. <laughs> It, it, I, no, I, I honestly, I keep saying it and I'll say it again. Impact is the cockroach of professional wrestling because <laughs> I've never, I never seen somebody be on their motherfucking, like, like Jonathan said earlier, be on your deathbed, be in a vegetative state and then just pop out and just be like, no, I'm back. I'm here. I'm That's here. Impact cannot be killed by normal means. No, <laughs> they're like a cat. They like have, they have like nine lives. You know, you ever heard that you, you push the cat off the, the roof, they're gonna land on like at least three of the four, you know, legs. One might be injured, but they're still gonna come back. And they're still gonna be like that stray that just keep won't go away. Yeah, John, John, Jonathan would appreciate this. It's like someone from uh, Dragon Ball Z getting their ass kicked and then popping a Zenzu bean, popping, popping right back <laughs> up. <laughs> Impact, Impact got unlimited sense of bean. They got Yajirobe right there in the back. Yeah. We live in a world where ROH died before Impact. That's some wild, wild. Stuff. That's yo. If if you were talking to 2017 SP3 and you told him that Impact is is running and probably got more popularity in this year than they have in a while, while ROH is closing down, seemingly, the, I I would have smacked you in the face and see like stop fucking lying to me. Like what? Are I mean, look, me? Impact's outlasted <laughs> Triple H's NXT. Oh, shit. <laughs> good point. Good point. That is a good point. But let, we we got to talk about what happened last night on in wrestling with AEW Rampage with the fantastic, incredible AEW World Title Eliminator semifinal match between Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston. Brian Danielson getting the win after Eddie Kingston turned his chest into fucking raw meat at one point with chop. We saw kicks. We saw back uh, backdrop suplexes off the top rope. Uh, both men with a crazy strike exchange at at the end. With Eddie Kingston getting the spinning back fist, he he crawls over for the cover, but Danielson gets in a triangle choke, lays in the elbows like he was the Brian Danielson we saw earlier that these guys drafted uh, for number one overall in ROH with the elbows to the top of the dome to get the victory. As Eddie Kingston flipped him off, gave him the middle finger in the triangle choke mm -hmm. as he passed out dante mm -hmm. martin beat um matt seidel in a great contest as well uh high flying excellence there and uh dr Bit baker dmd defeated abaddon in a trick or treat match once again going into thumbtacks because yes Britt baker is the hardcore legend mm -hmm. uh john what was your thoughts on kingston versus danielson that classic to kick off uh rampage last night Oh, that was glorious violence. That was beautiful. There was a, it, I've said it now, like by this point, if the match says Brian Danielson's name on it, it's, it's guaranteed entertainment. We're like back at Ring of Honor levels with this man. It's, it's insane. He's coming out here to wrestle the greatest match he could possibly have in that ring every single time. It's great. 
and they beat the shit out of each other too. There's, there's some still images out there. Kingston's face just like sliding in the opposite direction from some of those slaps. And of mm -hmm. course, of course, we just saw Danielson's chest and everything. So it's like wild. This match was on television. This was not in front of 500 people in a gym somewhere. This was on TNT. That's beautiful. And, I love I love this era of wrestling right now. And yeah, we would be remiss to not mention the the post match with Kingston uh, flipping out backstage and then seemingly starting a feud with CM Punk, which should be just as glorious mm -hmm. of a matchup right there with CM Punk uh, giving us a bunch of quality matches on TV and whatnot. Chrissy Love, what did you think about Danielson and Eddie Kingston last night? I thought it was amazing. Um, this is the Daniel Bryan I wish I'd known or saw before because this is not the well, you know what I meant. His name, I said it damn wrong. Sorry, um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but I didn't see this person of who he is when he was on SmackDown or Raw or whatever. I, I never known this man, so this wrestling that I'm seeing from him now is just glorious because I couldn't stand him. You guys loved him, I didn't like it. I, I, I've, stu I've, stu I've said it before. Um, and I stand behind it still too. Um, but this 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 person that I'm seeing on AEW is just phenomenal. And he just outdoes himself in each match. What does he have? Like five matches so far, maybe? And all five different finishes for all of them. Exactly. So it's like you're getting different variations of this man that he couldn't and then remember he couldn't even wrestle for a long time. Yeah. So I mean, like they were holding this person back. Bad. This man is a cash cow, and you guys are just like, you made him a, a, a tree hugger and a, a earthly man, and, and just made, just sad. But that match, his chest alone, oh my God. Like, I was like, wow. Wow. A visible, a visual representation of the matchup right there yes. was uh, Danielson's <laughs> chest. Uh, and we then I didn't even know I wanted to see Punk and Kingston. Like, give it to me, please. I, I was talking to Dutch Mantel during our review last night, and he was like, this felt like an old school type of angle, which felt like mm -hmm. real and authentic the way it happened. He was like, that's how that's how arguments start, is that someone's talking over on the side and you think you're talking about them because you're so in your head, and then it starts a beef between the two. So I love I loved what they did with the post-match, what they did with the mm -hmm. match. Everything about it was excellent. We got a super chat donation here from Professor Chris joining us. Professor Chris, we're doing better. We're doing better than last time we're doing better already in the fantasy wrestling draft uh he says uh that cash in felt too much like a wwe thing when it happened but i think that the promo moose cut made the impact championship felt like the most important world title in wrestling we're definitely gonna mm. uh, mention that as well from impact on access tv this week another super chat donation from the negro buck dick jackson saying chrissy just <laughs> called brian his slave name <laughs> Gotta gotta be oh, careful, man. Chrissy. Thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You know also, about, <laughs> also last night, I just have to mention former WWE employee Dutch Mantel did not enjoy uh, SmackDown. And he said that this was <laughs> this was the the biggest win at Rampage. He thinks that Rampage is going to draw more viewers than uh, SmackDown this week. That's how bad he felt SmackDown was. He says I it, mean, uh, he, he wasn't really lying to you, though, because how do you have SmackDown and don't have the tribal chief on there? At that all? was the, the, the biggest glaring miss uh, misstep there uh it the wasn't a very on your season premiere and you're he's not even fucking here 
Hey, uh, it started off with uh, Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks, who were interrupted by Shotzi. Shotzi got a huge babyface reaction. So, of course, Charlotte defeated her in a championship contenders match. And then Shotzi turned heel by beating a popular heel in Sasha Banks in a puzzling angle after she was cheered and chanted for. I, I, I can't. Uh, King... King Woods knighted Kofi Kingston as Sir Kofi and was interrupted by the Usos leading to the main event where New Day defeated the SmackDown Tag Team Champions and Adam Pearce fined Brock Lesnar $1 million um, in the follow-up to, to their angle. Chrissy, you got, you got something to say? Um, I do. I am loving the angle of uh, King Woods and uh, Sir Kofi or his, his hand. However, I don't love the 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 fact that they don't give Zelina the same type of shine or feeling when it was her turn on Monday Night Raw. She puts her own fucking crown on. She puts her own cape on. Like no one was. I mean, yeah, she's not in a stable in a group, but like give it the same energy. Make it make sense. Like don't do one one way and then make hers like a shit ass promo way. She still has to still go and fight. Do drop again. It's dumb. It's just dumb. Like give her yeah. some like make make Sonya Deville do a job then like she's the the manager or somebody like make her do it like make make it make sense of why you made her the queen. No, no, they they're doing a, a heel trope with King Woods, but it works because he's a baby face and he's just right. embracing it. But it's just not translating because it feels old with uh, Selena doing the right. whole queen gimmick. On a lighter note, we had AEW Dynamite this week, 941,000 viewers this week. Slightly, uh, the, one of their lowest uh, ratings since like July, it's, it's, it seems. It's playoffs, man. It's the, the NBA just came back. The, the world, so they, you can't really like put the two all, like, you can't even match the two together. It's, it's just not fair. I'm just saying. And plus, they've been on Saturday the last two weeks as well. Uh, but but it was a fun episode with the Dark Order defeating the Elite in the main event. An insane <laughs> an insane blast of a matchup, an eight man Halloween themed uh, matchup with oh, Evil Uno. Bray was hilarious. <laughs> Evil Uno as a cowboy, <laughs> Stu Grayson as Kratos, uh, John Silver as Bambi. No, Cole sexy Cabana. Bambi. Remember that. Sexy Bambi. <laughs> sexy you are Bambi. correct. You are correct. <laughs> Cole Cabana as Brandon Cutler. I'm bringing Brandon Cutler for Halloween next year, and yeah. the Elite. <laughs> As the Ghostbusters, with Nakazawa as the baby and Cutler as the Marshmallow Man, or so we thought, as it was later revealed at the end of the show, at the end of the match, that Hangman Page was underneath the Marshmallow Man uh, hood, and he attacked uh, Matt Jackson, leading to the Dark Order getting the win. Hakarashida. It was awesome. Hakarashita so <laughs> <laughs> defeated Serena Deeb in a fantastic matchup to advance in the uh, TBS Women's Championship Tournament. Afterwards, Deeb attacked uh, Shida with the steel chair, injuring her leg and applying the Serenity Lock. John Moxley defeated Ten by mauling that young man mm. and uh, oh busting him open to advance in the AEW World Title he Eliminator didn't have to do Tournament. That to him like that, he did not have to do that to that. And, it, and then he just walked out to go back to his left, daughter. Just, yeah. uh, CM Punk defeated Bobby Fish in a great opener. You also had Sammy Guevara beat Ethan Page to retain the TNT Championship. Cody Rhodes cut a polarizing promo about his uh, recent fan reactions with Andrade Alidio interrupting. <laughs> He's got the fucking puppet strings in his hands, and they're, they're, they're wonderful. I love it. I love it's to good. see wrestling. 
get the crowd like that. He's they're under his control. He can they can he can do if he wanted to, he can turn heel tomorrow and they would cheer him out of the building. Yeah. He can do any if he wanted to, but he wants them to boo him. So he's doing this. It's he's fucking it's masterful. He's he's doing he's doing very well with this character, this self-aware. Uh, he's like a self-aware John Cena or Roman Reigns at the moment. Uh, Nick, what was your thoughts on AEW Dynamite and what stood out the most for you? What stood out the most to me was number 10, Preston Vance getting absolutely obliterated by John Moxley. Because when was the last time we saw 10 get destroyed, number one, and number two, in a fashion like this? Like, Moxley's literally mauling him. <laughs> Be, like like Nick Jackson said, John Moxley beat the dog shit out of uh, Preston Ten Vans. Absolutely, uh, Ness. What was uh, your highlight of Dynamite this week? Honestly, my highlight was the eight man tag with well the post with Hangman <laughs> going after uh, Matt Jackson. I know a lot of people are focused on Kenny Omega and Hangman at the moment, but the underlying story, in my opinion, was how this. This, this whole storyline of uh, Hangman being kicked out of the elite, Matt Jackson is pretty much the one that's been traumatizing him this whole, like, he's the one that kicked him out. He's the one that's yeah. been, like, giving mm-hmm. him shit for so long. So now it's like, yeah, we know that Kenny and Hangman are due to clash, but Hangman's like, look, I got to kick Matt's ass first. Right, so, right. Yeah, I, I like that because there's a lot of – there's a, the, the long story, the long-term uh, storytelling, AEW has that down packed, and – a lot of people are like, oh, Hangman's not going to be around because he was having a kid. So who's going to be? Who's going to go face Kenny Omega full gear? You know, a lot of people didn't want to believe in the long story, uh, long-term storytelling of Hangman coming back and getting that shot again. But now that we're on course for it to happen, um, again, the underlining story that a lot of his self-doubt came from one of his best friends giving like putting him through hell, you know, yeah. mentally. And it's like, it's a little fucked up. But you know, now he's getting back to where he, where he should be and getting his mental and his confidence back. So now it's it's not looking too good for Matt, as you can see. <laughs> yeah, Matt is the one that told him before Revolution, you were nothing until we decided to make you a part of the Bullet Club. So... <laughs> It all goes back to that with uh, with those two. So I want Hangman versus Matt Jackson on the go home to uh, full gear. I think that's the best way be to good. go yeah. to, to go into the pay per view. Uh, NXT. Was, I was gonna say before we move on from that uh, Dynamite main event, I don't know if a lot of people noticed because some of it happened during the picture in picture. But there's an un- there's an underlying Mother, story yeah. between Kenny Omega and Adam Cole. It's nuts. They refuse to tag each other. And then Kenny goes to do his camel clutch, and Cole's like, "Get out of here!" He moves him out of the room. No, he was like, he was like, "Go, go, go, go!" They're yeah. they're trying to come in, and they did it behind his back. <laughs> it's great stuff. This is great stuff. AEW with the subtle storytelling, I love that stuff. And if you actually people. like follow these guys for years, you already knew when Cole got there what yep. could possibly happen. You know, yep. and what could possibly happen in another few months once someone else might possibly end up in AEW as well. Oh, exactly. Man. Exactly. We, we might not see no elite no more. It might be Mount Rushmore. Uh, NXT <laughs> Halloween Havoc 2021 is what we also miss. They did their highest rating uh, since the second week of 2.0 with 746,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. 
yes, Tommaso Ciampa defeated uh, Braun Breaker in a good main event to retain the NXT Championship. And then they had title chains up and down the card with Imperium beating M MSK in a very good tag match. You also, to win the NXT Tag Team titles, you had Mandy Rose defeat uh, Raquel Gonzalez in a trick or street fight to win the NXT Women's Championship after inf interference from a mass druid who revealed herself to be Dakota Kai. Uh, Toxic Attraction walked out with all the gold as Gigi Dolan and JC Jane also defeated Io Shirai and Zoe Stark and um, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada in a scare way to hell ladder match to win the women's tag team titles. Mm. Over on Raw, you had Seth Rollins defeat Finn Balor, uh, Kevin Owens, and Rey Mysterio in an awesome Fatal 4-Way ladder match to become the number one contender for the WWE Championship. The Dirty Dogs beat Street Profits. <laughs> Just make it make fucking sense. I like, literally what? called this, though. <clears throat> I literally yeah. called this. He loses to Edge, and then he's going to become number one contender. I called that. Uh, the Dirty yeah, Dogs yeah, beat, beat Street Profits and Alpha Academy in a triple threat to get a shot at the Raw Tag Team titles. RK Bro then defeated the Dirty Dogs to retain the titles. And then over on Impact on Access TV, Moose cut a, a scorching promo, a very good promo, calling out Kenny Omega, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Roman Reigns, and any other champion in the business and saying that he had the, the best world title in the business today. And Minoru Suzuki made his debut in Impact Wrestling, getting into a pull-apart brawl with Josh Alexander. So a lot of interesting stuff on the post Bound for Glory Impact on Access TV. But it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for round two of our fantasy wrestling draft. If producer can pull up or come in and tell us who the fans voted, who the live chat voted as the winners of round one. 81% pick True Hill Heat. Oh, Let's go, Chrissy. We're off to a good start. We're off to a good start. Right. It's time. Keep it up. Yeah, I gotta keep it up. That's how we started off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nothing's guaranteed with a round one win. Um, Chrissy, we got the first pick of round two. So don't let's listen. Let's not even play any games and let's go with uh who we who we thought who we uh who we, we were originally thinking of. So you wanna yes. say it? Mr. Joe himself. Joe, 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 the longest reigning ROH world champion of all time, Samoa Joe, 21-month reign, the guy that put me on to Ring of Honor. We're going with Samoa Joe as the number one overall pick in round two. Dirt Sheet Radio, you are on the clock. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, that that's definitely a pick you had to go with. <laughs> yes. yeah, I'll call you on that one. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. So, Nick, John, who are you going with? Uh, we're gonna go ahead and go with uh, Kevin Steen and El Generico. You learn yeah. it. You learn it. You learn it. You learn it. Yeah. Who they going with? That was an easy one. That was an easy one. It was either gonna be Joe or these guys. Yeah. You got. We knew you would take Joe, but we had it. We had. We had a. That was our backup. Around the back. Around the back. Oh yeah, we was thinking about them too. We had them down. Yeah, I I ain't mad at it at all. I ain't mad at it at all. Um, so so we had I had a couple of people that I I messaged her, but that was that was that was like that was the number one, one overall that, that I was yeah. thinking of. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this one at you, Chrissy, and you tell me if if we should go with it because okay. I've seen I've seen them mention. One tag team in the live chat, 
but they're not thinking the strategic route of this one. What do you think? Mm. Let's do it, friend. Pull it. Our number two round pick of round two, we're going with Future Shock, Adam Cole, Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. O'Reilly. That's really Let's good. go. <laughs> Let's go. You saw it Let's go. like... <laughs> I, you know, you know why? I knew you guys were going to pick a tag team. I had a feeling, but I thought I'm not going to say who I thought it was. But well, it doesn't matter now because they can't get him. I thought it was going to be Red Dragon. So the fact that you still got Kyle, but now you got Cole too. Nah, yeah, that was that. I didn't even think of those guys. We 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 playing 3D. We playing 3D yeah, chess. Yeah, yeah, 3D chess out here in these streets. Yeah, Romeo, why are you shaking your head? Can you believe Red Dragon is split up in this draft? Split up. <laughs> <laughs> We're like WWE with the yeah. new day out here in these streets. Yep. <laughs> uh, Dershi, you are up. Your second pick of round two. You can uh, go ahead and take this one. Nick. I like I like that one pick. Okay, so for our next pick, you know, like you guys are going, we got to get some beef on here. We got to beef up this roster. So we're going to be going with the Kings of Wrestling. Oh, I like this round. I like this round a lot. Now they're thinking. Now they're now they now they covered that as hard, Chrissy. They 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 not they not pulling no punches. That was a good one because I was go I was thinking of them too. I was thinking of them. Wow. Okay. That was that was a, that was a good pick. That was a good pick, ladies and gentlemen. I I can't I can't front at all. Um, <laughs> so so I are we got we got one in there um, mm-hmm. that I see our our producer is uh is 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 on our side. He's trying oh, he's trying to dirty <laughs> bastard, dirty bastard. Where where we've got the odds stacked against us? Where the baby faces in now? No, not Romeo. Romeo Romeo's impartial. Romeo's impartial. We got we got our Bill Bill Alfonso, our Bill Alfonso for our tag team here. He's trying to help us out. Um but but I don't I don't know about that pick. I, I don't know I don't know just yet if we should go with that pick. Um what, was it, what, what else did you have as a, a second like well, we we can't pick any more all timers, and right. we got to go with the with the current roster. And we we done we done went through a lot of the current the the, the top the top picks of oh, the current, oh, roster current roster so far. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to skim through real quick to to look up. Oh, we could go with a female. We could go we with a female. State, we don't have any on our team right now. I mean, we gotta go with the with the ROH woman one of woman of honor champion, maybe, or uh I mean I mean I, I feel like that's too early as well too. <laughs> I mean it don't it don't really matter. It don't really matter, but uh Ten, Romeo I was gonna nine, say don't scream that eight, seven, <laughs> six, but hurry. All right, we're yeah, we 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 can go with uh Roxy. Uh, no, let's go with uh, Willow Willow Nightingale. Oh, okay, nice. Oh, that's a good choice. That's a good okay, one. See? That was a, that see, she was definitely got me on your team, friend. She so you wasn't even think, no one was even thinking about women yeah. was, until I said something. Way. For sure, for sure. She's on our she's radar, great. yeah. She's great. <laughs> I I would love to see more Willow in more in, uh places after Ring of Honor shuts down because she's so good. She's so I good. agree with you. I agree with you. But you're on the clock. Who's your third pick in round two? All right, we've got a little bit of time here, so we've got 
two ways we could go right now. We could go yeah. another female just to kind of stop you from getting a female, but then we don't want to screw ourselves out of whatever our next pick or pick before That's... that was going to be. And technically, we have two females, two big females left on the roster. You can't take them together. And either you guys are going to get one of them, and we're going to get the other. That's that's exactly. guaranteed. So we're probably going to go with this next pick. And they're not exactly the best wrestlers, but they're so fucking over. We're going to go with one of this this little Ring of Honor tag team they had. It was uh, PCO and Dan House. Fuck! They 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 they, 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 uh, they, they, they took they took what I was thinking. I, I, I was I was thinking of that one. Uh, uh damn, that was a good. That's a good pick. That's, that's a, good a good one. Pick. Yeah, that's so a good they, pick. They, we gotta get it to you. We built like a wrestling heavy roster, but these guys were so over, man. You can't deny yeah. that to the audience. God dang it. <laughs> taking taking the uh, pulling the rug right from under Come us. Right, I I, yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> It's a smart move. It's the smart play. Um, so this is our fourth pick. This is yeah, our fourth pick of round two. Okay. Uh, the, the 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 current roster is is it's getting bare. It's getting bare bones. We're getting yeah. bare. We're we're getting down to the bare bones of this current roster. But we got to get you know we got we got a wrestling. We got a, our rest. We got our our top of the card is pretty stacked because you got you got uh, Punk. You got. Omega, you mm-hmm. got you got Jay Lethal, you got Adam Cole, you got Kyle O'Reilly. But we need to the fill out the rest of the the, the roster pretty pretty well. But he can also play a role in the in the top of the card as well because he brings something different, not the wrestling ability of everybody else. But he, he could probably keep up on the mic with CM Punk. I'm thinking EC3. Ooh, nice pick. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think, Chris? He was on the list. You might as well take him. Take <laughs> yeah. We're going with EC3 as our fourth pick in the control in your round narrative. Two. Absolutely. We're going to control, control this narrative. <laughs> Who you got, guys? Uh, we, like we said, there was basically, we're down to the bare bones. And uh, we, we want to take, we want to have good women on our roster. And it was going to be either the ROH world champion, Roxy, or, you know, uh, Trish Adora. And we're gonna take Trish Adora right now. Yeah, fucking <laughs> great pick, great pick. The best, the best finishing move name in the business today. The Lariat Tubman. <laughs> the Lariat Tubman. I gotta hand it to you on that one. That's that's a good first pick for the women for you guys. But let let's go with another woman. I said her before. They 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 already left it off the on the table. They said that was their other way. Let's go with the woman of honor champion, Roxy. Let's go. We're going with Rock C as our fifth, fifth, our penultimate pick of round two. You're on the clock, Dirt Sheet Radio. After that, like <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and take. Uh... <laughs> you took Willow. You took Willow, so we can't take Willow. That's fucked up. I was really. <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> well, we we all simp over. <laughs> Uh, who do I have left on here? Uh, we're gonna have to take a second too. We have to look <laughs> who's left. Yeah, Rom- <laughs> Romeo. Romeo will come in when you're when you're running out of time. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. We're gonna go ahead and take the. Uh... Man, I can't believe. I-, I feel like I should take a woman just because we don't have women. But there's like, 
But you gotta you gotta think you gotta think about many, the next many, the next how round. How many picks do we even have left? You have you have two more in this round. Two more in this round, two and then you got the round? final round. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Look at the thought process. We 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 they are thinking gonna, hard right I'm now. Go ahead and converse with my partner here. Yeah. They are thinking real. See, we got them on the ropes again, Chrissy. This is mm -hmm, second round mm -hmm. in the world. Look at look at their squad right now. Their squad is 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 deep. It's deep mm -hmm. and rich, right. rich in talent. I will give it to them. We'll give it to them. This is the Dirt Sheet Radio team right now. They're doing very well, very well assembling their squad. But look at this. Look at the true real heat squad. That group though, yeah, that squad is like right now. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. We got. We got. We got. We got. We got. CM Punk, Jay, Jay Briscoe, Jay Lethal, former uh, Homicide, former ROH World Champions. We got Kenny Omega, uh, former IWGV and AEW World Champion. The Briscoe, 11-time Tag Team Champion. Let's do Is this. Is the Ballroom in the background? Uh, absolutely. You got to be in New York. That's the, that's the place, the place of the immortals, the place where all the greatest <laughs> Ring of Honor moments has happened. All right. So we actually, we were able to gather a decent decent uh strategy right we got now. some long-term strategy going too you got you gotta have the long term in our trap card right now <laughs> right. <laughs> right. not the trap card okay friend they let's trap, do it they're just they're trying to trap us they're trying to trap us trap <laughs> us in the paint all right go ahead who y'all got all right uh, um uh i'm gonna go ahead and put the pressure on nick because i love him so much <laughs> <laughs> We do. We have. We, we go ahead and go ahead and uh, let them know which way we're gonna go. The way we're gonna go, <clears throat> we will be going with Anthony Tony Deppen. Ooh, that was a good pick. Yeah. That was a good pick. That that was that was the that came in the clutch. I couldn't believe it was still sitting there. Honestly, I was like, oh wow. <laughs> is that a like curveball that they just threw at I'm us? I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I don't mean that. That was a good one. Back. <laughs> <I'm like that. laughs> hey, at least it's not the last round. At least he's not. He's not Mister Irrelevant here. Uh, so we got our final pick right of the of the second round. Am I correct, Ness? Yep. All right, Chrissy. I, I sent you. Are you good with that one? I am good with that one, friend. So you guys picked. Pick the head of the of the team, but we can't even pick trios, so we'll take the other halves. We're gonna go with the Mexic squad of Ray Horace and Flamita. Nice. Mm -hmm. nice. Tag, tag team division on stack. On stack, Chrissy. On stack. We, we period. Killing the game right now. Air five, you friend. <laughs> 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 Wait, <no. laughs> absolutely we killing it all right <laughs> looks like we're just pushing nest <laughs> exactly we're just like we're just like pushing nest to the side like <laughs> i wouldn't give you guys back but i gotta be down the middle down the middle can't can't do that well okay real quick nest <laughs> there we go there we go <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your last pick of of the second round, who you going with? Who you John, going with? John and the immortal words of Palpatine. I'm going to tell you, do it. 
<laughs> saying go do for it. it. Do it. We're going to go ahead and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of these guys, but I'm going to go ahead and take Mike Bennett and Matt Tate uh, right now. Yeah. The kingdom, we need some the names, OGK. The, the, you uh, do. Yeah, we need some names, and they're names. People we need like some big people to join like, your, 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 your squad. I mean, we've we've really had we have a lot of fucking names. So they're not going to be. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah someone's got to lose. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> so because because we've been going with this tag team strategy, and because we want to hook the viewer in for the final round. Unlimited all timers in round Ooh. three, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh. But but here's the catch: a you gotta pick at least two woman picks, so it could be oh, all time women. Stuff. You could be all time, oh, yeah. all time, all time women. But it's unlimited all timers in round oh, three. Round yes. Ooh. So so we're gonna have the producer put the put the in chat poll. But Ness, you want to tell the t you want to tell everybody what was round two looking like. Right, so since True Hills went first this second round, you guys uh, drafted Samoa Joe, Future Shock, which is Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, Willow Nightingale, EC3, uh, Women of Honor champion Roxy, and uh, Bray Horace and Flamita. Dershey Radio's uh, draft for the second round, Kevin Steen and El Generico, the Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero and Claudio Castagnoli, PCO and Dan Housen, Trisha Dora, Tony Deppin, and the OGK, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. That was that was a hard was a, round. Y'all yeah, 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 came back harder. Y'all yeah, came yeah. back harder. I, I, I gotta missed, give y'all credit. We missed Cesaro over here on Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, fuck, fuck that slave name. We're going with Claudio Castanoli out in these streets. <laughs> All right. I figured I figured like there's my there's people in the chat that don't know Claudio Castagnoli is Cesaro <laughs> before you go vote somewhere. No. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. We got we got a bunch of comments off uh, that round. People people really enjoyed uh, yeah. this one. Uh, we got uh, Frantic World saying EC3 uh, would be a good pick. And yes, I went with that one. I had to go with that one for sure. Uh, we got uh, Marjo saying Kenny by God Omega after the pick of our immaculate roster. We got a suggestion here from Frantic World. Now we can pick her with the rules in round three, Kelly Klein, because she's currently not a part of the uh of the of the ring of honor roster but we can pick her in the all-timer round uh nick jackson says still a lot of all-timers for the last rounds he's like Mar uh, motor city machine guns rod rodriguez strong um <laughs> uh, american, american wolves the hardys aj styles nakamura uh you i don't think nakamura did five events though so so he he wouldn't be a part of this a part of this right here um frantic world saying diana parazza was in roh that's yeah that's a great one there uh we got nick jackson saying too bad yeah didn't get the kings of wrestling yeah man that was the one i was most upset about from y'all like like uh you know we picked samoa joe y'all picking you know uh uh the kevin steen and el generico that's one thing but when we when we thought we 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 had the trump card with the future right. shock pick y'all came at us with kings of wrestling so that was that was a good one. That was a good one. I had to give it to y'all. Um, Marjo <laughs> saying, "My name is Claudio. Your name is Cesaro. My name is Claudio." And um, <laughs> I hate fake fighting. Saying, "Imagine having." Oh, okay, so you want you want my finishing move, sir? You want what the, the ban hammer? So ban hammer. 
ban hammer so you're gone you're you're blocked so bye see ya see ya so i, I love hitting hey, the ban hammer ladies and gentlemen I don't, I don't know i don't know i, I the saw... name. I, I just seen the name and was like why the fuck are you even here yeah <laughs> yeah why are you here so get the fuck out of here uh so now you're not here so we got the news rundown before we get to round three news rundown of course we got to talk about wwe news uh charlotte flair saga according to fightful select members of the roster did not believe that charlotte flair did in fact accidentally drop the title as uh she claimed last week during the title exchange some members of the roster also disputed the report that flair had campaigned to lose the raw woman's title to bianca belair on raw in order to put her over though it is a knowledge that she seemed fine with a loss Flair has reportedly been outspoken about the company's creative plans. It was also noted that several people uh, backstage had already been <laughs> of the belief that the segment would go wrong before it happened. Multiple people said that both Flair and Lynch were in a lose-lose situation. Flair had gone over the original plans for the segment with Lynch, Sonya Deville, and the writers. Wrestling Observer Radio notes that there was a lot of heat on Flair over the segment. As had been noted, the confrontation happened as uh, Flair came into the backstage area after the show and Lynch uh, came at her and uh, they had a heated exchange but no physical interaction PW Insider reports that the altercation happened in gorilla position in full view of Mystic Man and Bruce Pritchard and while the Lynch confrontation with Flair Lynch wasn't the only person upset with Flair as uh, two other sources said that Sonya Deville, uh, who was also a part of the segment, was mad enough to want to fight Flair, a former MMA fighter. I wouldn't do that, Charlotte. Uh, the general blame is on Flair by some backstage who thinks she's been self-indulgent and interested in protecting herself and putting the attention on her. It's believed that the situation began when Flair thought uh, the segment made her and her title reign look weak. This isn't mm -hmm. the first time her behavior has led to issues as you remember she had the shoot fight with uh, Nia Jax a couple of uh, months ago and let's be honest uh, one source said uh, that's what stars do they make sure their star power remains the same or greater than everyone else around them Another noted that the attitude against Flair has been building recently. As noted, Flair was escorted from the building following the altercation with Lynch by WWE officials. Some said this was a sign of disrespect due to her family's history with the company and her importance to SmackDown going forward. One talent that didn't see the altercation thought that WWE did the right thing as it was just a way to calm things down. Meanwhile, uh, Charlotte Flair wasn't at backstage at AEW Dynamite in Orlando on Saturday night last week as uh, some suspected her to be to visit Andrade Elidio. Lynch and Flair will likely not be interacting with one another until the company's tour of the UK and uh, until the build-up for Survivor Series begins. And Fightful Select Sean Rossap noted that Flair would be doing uh, media for WWE, but that was reportedly pulled at the last minute. And the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reported that the heat against Flair had been um, growing among many of the women's wrestlers in the company, and it's mostly a case of a bunch of little things piling up. The belief is that Flair wants to be a heel and is portrayed that way, but she is still allowed to do babyface moves during matches like dives or moonsaults, and the complaint is that it's hard to get over as a babyface against Charlotte that way. And many believe that Rhea Ripley should have been elevated as Raw Women's Champion and not cooled down in the Women's Tag Division as she currently is. While there is uh, some who think Flair should have put uh, Ripley over, that is mostly on Visic Man and not 
not a Charlotte Flair call. What do you guys think about all this heat on Charlotte Flair? And do you think that it's valid or are you more in Charlotte's corner? I'll go to you first, John. I said it on Dirty Radio, actually. I said, like, I feel like there's there's a lot of slant, like, in what's coming out and what was coming out originally about Charlotte afterwards. And it was so much that it made me, like, suspicious. Like, normally it's not that slanted. Like, well, the entire locker room thinks Charlotte is a bitch now. Like, okay, that's strange. You know, like, that's a weird way to report something. It's, like, usually, usually <laughs> that would happen in the back, but I just felt like, there's probably some truth to people the way people feel about Charlotte, but I don't think Charlotte is like some evil woman. Like I'm sure there's stuff that came out when Andrade first left the WWE about women <laughs> taking pictures of Charlotte naked in the locker room and passing them around or whatever. And, and then you had WWE like putting her on the shelf, claiming she was pregnant, putting that out, letting that leak out when it wasn't true. It's like there's a lot of bad stuff happening on on the other side too. So I feel like yeah. She probably has a reason to feel the way she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just a one-way street. I definitely agree with you there. What about you, Nick? And we should also note, Wrestling Observer has reported that Charlotte does have a long time on her WWE deal, more than a year, and it was noted that the said contract guarantees are in the seven-figure range and annually, so she most likely won't be released. So what do you think could be like the solution between Charlotte and the WWE, Nick? I mean, personally speaking, it's no secret that Charlotte herself is quite unhappy with a lot of things that have been going on. You know, there's always that backstage drama element. There's always that political element that is true with any top star. And I think one of the biggest things, too, is, I mean, when you look at how she's probably feeling with everything that's been going on lately, like with all the dark side of the ring controversy with her father and then all the stuff with Andrade. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things on her mind that's stressing her out completely. So I, I think... The biggest thing right now with Charlotte is she needs to just kind of chill because you've got all this stuff going on with the segment with Becky and then you've got like the past stuff like the incident with Nia Jax. So I, I'm not surprised that she's acting out the way she is, but I think there needs to be a level, another level of like professionalism uh, that she needs to really apply more. But again, I can't fault her for acting the way that she is because, again, there is a lot of stuff beyond her control that is just she's a victim of circumstance, basically, is the best way I could say for it. It's a good way to to put it for sure. What do you think, Chrissy? Do you think that uh, that Charlotte is – we got a comment here from Alan Weinstein that says he thinks that Charlotte is trying to force her way out of WWE to go to AEW. Do you think that there's any um, any truth behind that? I mean, I don't think it is any truth, to be honest. I mean, but we don't know what we don't know. I mean, she they have been good to her. She's been pushed very well. So, I mean, I would hate that she's um, acting out and, you know, trying to get, you know, she's like probably like a child. Like, you know, you got to act out to get your way, I guess. You know, who knows what yeah. she's trying to do. <laughs> but um, it would suck, you know, for the fact that if she is doing that because, you you know, they've, you, you, they've, put you on this pedestal for so long and now you want to act out and be like this mean girl or whatever like it doesn't look good on you so like no one wants that it's like i guess people are saying no one wants to even work with her which is like crazy to me but um they i i think it's still some type of heat that they're just trying to like build up for you know survivor series against her and lynch or whatever because you know they still have unfinished you know stuff to do themselves 
which goes all the way back. So if you want to do a good story, I guess we have to like build it up some kind of way and have like these rumors come out. Um, but I said it when I was on with Alex yesterday, um, let's just make it work, make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's build the story. Let's build it up properly. And if she is doing this, I mean, okay, you guys created this monster then. Like, you put her, you kept putting her over. So it's nobody's fault but Bruce and, and Vince. And I'm not surprised when I hear you say their names are in it. You guys, you you created this shit because you guys are making these stories. You are guys, you're putting her over all the time. So you guys did this, so relied too heavily on her for too long and that's how it, it works uh what well, we should talk about someone else who's had their issues with wwe management bray wyatt has officially become mm. a free agent after completing Ooh. his non-compete cause he changed his twitter to win at windham six uh changing the bray wyatt wwe twitter account on thursday a, a picture leaked that he was at warner brothers uh it seemed like warner brothers studio drawing a connection to warner media while it can't be confirmed or denied conversations with warner or aew uh fightful select reported that uh bray wyatt has been in los angeles and fielding inquiries regarding hollywood projects and he was also seen taking in a uh, clippers game at staples center and uh he's not playing for the clippers if i select uh <laughs> reported that that was a great report by sean uh wwe sources indicated that to fightful that this is far from the first interest in wyatt from hollywood noting that there was a pitch made that would have uh had him involved uh, participating in a movie dating back to when he was with WWE. And speaking of WWE releases, they released another talent this week, but it's not who you think. It's Greg Hamilton, the uh, WWE ring announcer. PW Insider reports that WWE released Hamilton and Hamilton signed with WWE back in 2015, began in NXT and Tough Enough, and Hamilton reportedly took issue with Westside Gun using a sample of his voice and said on Instagram that WWE would sue Gun on his behalf, and then Hamilton has removed WWE from his Twitter account and made it private, and then he released a statement saying that it was a mutual thing between him and uh, WWE. Being a, a, a music connoisseur that you are, Ness, what did you think about Hamilton coming at West Side Gun. It was it was that was just mad random because one that song is like from years ago, like either like two or three years ago, maybe even a year ago. Um I don't even honestly Hamilton has a he has a, a stake in his claim. Like he has a right to feel that way. Yeah. Um if I don't I don't know the relationship because I, I know that there is some type of relationship somehow between West Side Gun and WWE. He's always at the shows. I believe um uh what's the guy's name that does the the route the the, the pay-per-view pre-shows? Rosenberg, Rosenberg, yes. Rosenberg. I think that he somehow had uh, a play into having Westside be able to have all these WWE or old school wrestlers um, skits on his albums and things like that. But if, you know, somebody of Greg Hamilton who doesn't know any of that side of the business, that's not none of his business is WWE's. So again, like I, I, I don't, blame him for feeling away but the way that he went about it was totally unprofessional one two it seemed like you were trying to bully someone and extort them because uh, that wasn't the first post he made like he made another one yeah. saying oh as, as if i don't hear from you uh the, it's going from twenty thousand to thirty thousand dollars and i'm like yo like who the like who the fuck are you you're just an announcer like you're not anybody that you literally can get they can get rid of you and bring in somebody else to say, oh, this person's coming out to the ring. 
just like that. Like you're really not that important. So, and that's not even the first thing that the first time that I've heard of this guy having an issue, he had an issue with Leo rush um, yeah. not too long ago as well. So it's like, you're just problematic in bringing more negative uh, attention to the company that's already has all types of issues that's going on with their talent and people outside of the company within the company. So I think it was on like the best interest of WWE to let him go. Then, you know, it's like the whole like, oh, she didn't break up with me. We decided to see other people <laughs> thing where, oh, you know, this is mutual. No, it wasn't mutual. There's they did the sob story with his family, like, oh, my mom's sick, stuff like that. Like, I'm not downplaying on that because that can be that very true. And I hope that is taken care of. But don't start trying to say all this stuff now after the fact when you were just talking all this shit to somebody that is a fan of the place where you're employed, you know, and like, I don't, I, I, I don't get this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't get his thought process behind all that. Like it was really unnecessary, unprofessional. It was a strange play. And he, this is when keeping it real goes wrong. It seems like, um, during, uh, a P our pro body slam report has, uh, shed some light on why CWC hates MSK. Uh, the, uh there was a report that said the NXT fan community booing the team, uh, uh, MSK was incited by a negative tweet by Nash Carter uh, posted in 2018 where he criticized a spot involving Bailey superfan Izzy uh, receiving a choke slam at an indie event. Izzy's uh, parents are allegedly holding a grudge against Carter due to his uh, past comments and reportedly convinced a group of vocal NXT fans to boo the team whenever they appear. The Body Slam source uh, claimed, go back and watch NXT before TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Their posse is on hard camera every show after takeover a decision was made to move them off the hard camera side because of booing of msk but by then the crowd had been in ingrained to boo them because it was cool uh body slam nets uh report also noted that the parents along with the contingent of fans they invited to join them in a negative reaction for msk were later asked by nxc officials to move away from the hard camera side of the venue when they were seen visibly booing msk do you what do you think about this fucking um seems like the parents of pageant of pageant girls or something type of shit going on with izzy's parents yeah that's a really weird shit i always you know i wonder if she even like likes wrestling anymore like she grew out of that shit her parents are forcing her to go to these shows smile for the camera yeah and now she's working with wow and she's friends with tessa blanchard so Well, same people that wanted her to train with fucking Chase, whatever his name is, the the, the sexual offender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I I already I I will cut a whole promo on these weirdos. I can't right now. We, we don't have the time for me to say all the things I can say <laughs> about what we're hearing right now. Like that's disgusting. That gives you an insight to what kind of people they are, and maybe even what kind of parents they are. So like, take that as what you will. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally agree with you. Uh, other WWE notes very quick. Uh, Walter is going to be a part of their UK tour next week, and he's got a huge match with Cesaro uh, on the UK tour, which should be amazing. On Paramount. I mean, I'm not Paramount. Oh, no. what's, what's that? What's their network? The Cock. The Cock? Yeah, they the cock. The cock. Yes. <laughs> Over on the Cock. Um, WWE also announced their entire pay-per-view schedule for 2022. A bunch of Saturday shows, as well as uh, they're having a show, Labor Day. 
Labor Day weekend, though, uh, which is the same weekend as All Out, uh, and that should be their so UK show. That <laughs> so fucking petty, damn. <laughs> and SummerSlam is going to be in July instead of August on Saturday, July thirtieth, uh, in Nashville at the Nissan uh, Stadium. But very interesting. Yeah, very interesting stuff there. And then the final WWE note, Impact Wrestling's PD Williams was reportedly given a producer tryout at SmackDown this week, as well as Jimmy Wang Yang uh, is currently working as a producer for WWE. Speaking of uh, AEW and WWE and All Out Weekend, uh, according to Dave Meltzer, WWE is currently planning to hold a major 2022 pay-per-view event in the United Kingdom. Uh, while the while the plans are indefinite, it's supposed to be the uh, uh, stadium in Cardiff or Wembley Stadium in in London to host the show, which is not SummerSlam, and it will be All Out Weekend, and WWE is waiting for All Out to make their plan so they can choose which date they want to go on. Uh, John, do you believe that uh, WWE is going to pick the same date as All Out? <laughs> I, I feel like there's only two ways it can go, right? They're either waiting to be to not be on the same day, or they're waiting to be on the same fucking day. But really, it's, it's, it's still across the ocean, so like, they won't be they won't be playing head to head, but I can guarantee you that Peacock is gonna have a live stream of that show that's going to play at the same time as All Out, one way or yeah. the other. Whether it's live, whether it's a replay, if they can find some way for Fox to play a highlight version of it for two hours, there's gonna be a version of that show that plays against All Out for sure. I just, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised at all. What about you, Nick? What do you think? We have all known for a long time how petty WWE can be, and they're going to for sure try and put something head to head with it. Even if it's not the pay-per-view itself, they're going to do something live streamed. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's it should be a very interesting uh, Labor Day weekend for sure. Uh, Impact Wrestling News, Ringside News reported last week that the working relationship between AEW and Impact uh, was rumored to be over after Bound for Glory. Uh, see, John's happy about that. Uh, it would certainly seem that way after Christian Cage lost the Impact World Title. The Wrestling Observer newsletter reports that the news is at least somewhat true, as Cage will not be coming back for a rematch with Alexander, and no one in AEW will be facing Moose for the title anytime soon. Tony Khan has yet to comment on if the Good Brothers will be back in AEW. Uh, however, one source at Impact says that the door is still open for future collaborations. They said, and I quote, it's getting talked about like that, but not quite accurate. Cage uh, dropping the title at Bound for Glory was the end of the story that started last December. That was the plan since the spring, and door is open to do more, but nothing uh, planned for short term. Ness, you watch Impact every week. Do you think it was a success, AEW working with Impact Wrestling? I mean, it did its, what it was supposed to do. They had their their highest uh, pay-per-view buy rates with Kenny Omega as their champion. I know a lot of people like to say, oh, they had some low episodes, but like they brought in the money that they needed to, to bring in. Now, um, a lot I would have seen I wish I would have seen more people go through the forbidden door or even the, yeah. the, the ladies, you know. I know there was a report that um Britt Baker and Deanna Peraza wanted to work together. I still yeah. hope that that can happen at some point. But yeah, I, I thought it, I I thought personally that it, it did what it was supposed to do. It it got mm -hmm. the eyes on impact, more eyes on impact than it has in over the past couple of years, because a lot of people, just like we talked about earlier, uh, Impact's dead. We don't have to worry about Impact, <laughs> like that. But Kenny Omega and AEW, even Tony Khan doing his uh, 
the um the the, the paid ads that was yeah. great too so like they were definitely putting the eyes on impact and you know, a lot of people say that it was one-sided i think it was a, a great relationship for the both, both of them. absolutely uh new japan pro wrestling news in an interesting decision kazuko okada has axed and received the former iwgp heavyweight championship as his first his uh right to challenge trophy uh brought it during the the road to power struggle shows to 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 let uh john and nick know if they don't know already we got copyright <laughs> strikes from new japan pro wrestling so now we use stick figures for all their talent so that is stick figure Kazuka Okada, right there. Uh, no, the other one is the the better one. Which one? Um, Tadahashi. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's it's also been announced that uh, Okada will be appearing in the U.S. for the first time in two years at their upcoming New Japan show in San Jose uh, on November 30th. That's also going to have Buddy Matthews. Uh, they also drew uh, one of their biggest uh, rates, uh, basically, for uh, New Japan World in January 2021, as reported by Wrestling WrestleNomics. And uh, in other wrestling news, MLW released some talent this week. They released uh, May. Lance Warner, who had asked for his release all the way back in uh, like the early part of this year, as well as Jordan Oliver after some uh, disagreements with the company. But both guys have been killing it in GCW, so they should be fine. And speaking of Mance Warner, him and Matthew Justice of the Second Gear crew lost the GCW World Tag Team titles to the Briscoes at last week's War Ready. And it was the Briscoes' 21st Tag Team Championship win of their careers. And that's why we got them as the anchor of our tag team division. <laughs> in the fantasy wrestling draft but let's do round two fellas we are at uh, no round three excuse me the third and final round all all timers are available you can only the only caveat is that you have to pick two women all timers or current roster romeo who did the chat say won round two it was a tie 50 percent each You can't even what? be mad at that. Those, yeah, that second round was my, probably the the best round of the draft so far. You Let's see, go. you see the this True Hill Heat picks. <laughs> the True Hill Heat picks right there for round two. The the Dirt Sheet Radio picks for round two right there. What a round for you guys! So. We concede to you. You got the first pick in the third and final round. All our timers, two women have to be picked on each squad. What do you got, guys? So we're going to go, uh, like, do we have to do the women first, or how are we doing this? No, you can pick them whenever you want. Okay. Okay. It has to be well, two women. Uh, it yeah. has to be two women. All right. So, okay, cool. We got our picks. We got our picks. We have them. We yeah. have a nice list. It's just strategizing how to put them out there, right? Yeah, yeah the right layout. You go ahead and uh, drop that first pick. You, you support you support my choice, Jay. It's a big name, and we got we 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 got a lot of big names. But why not add another one? We on our Tony Khan right now. <laughs> exactly. We're we're going <clears throat> best conism. You know, we gotta make sure that we are building dream match after dream match. We want some quality stuff week in week out, and that is why our first pick in this round is going to be Will Osprey. Oh, not mad at all. World-class performer to go with the other world-class acts that we have here. (laughs) Oh, man, that's beautiful. Look at this guy. Looks better than usual. (laughs) 
<laughs> lovely, lovely. Our stick figure will right there for for us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, so you, I, I see, I see your uh, your your pick there, and I'm I'm gonna go with. Uh, what, what, what do you have? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with a variation of that. Okay. What do you think? Hey, let's do it. Two for one, friend. We are going with the Bullet Clubs, Cody Rhodes, and Hangman Page. Oh, nice. That's a nice one. I like that one. Yeah, Hangman, Hangman was going to come on earlier on as an all-timer, but we decided uh, not to. But we, hey, had, hey. <laughs> we had to get some beef on there. <laughs> got to get the beef. Got to get the beef going. Uh, so who do you guys got with your second pick in round three? We uh, we like we said, we're all about the dream matches here. We want to keep on going. We're really on our Tony Khan. And when they said our wallet was opened up to all the ROH all timers, we figured uh, let's get some of uh, some more casual mainstream stars on here too. So uh, you go ahead, Nick, and you drop this one. All right, you know, like you guys said, you know, we gotta get a two for one. So our two for one pick is gonna be the Hardy Boys. Yeah, we want to bring on Matt and Jeff because we can use them as a tag team to do those final matches, and then they can have the final two <laughs> months. Yeah, you gotta get the gotta get the money. Gotta yeah. get the money right there. That's yeah, smart. That's smart money. thinking. That's yeah, smart thinking. So, so um, they didn't think they didn't pick who I thought they would pick. So yeah, yeah. What do you what do you what do you think, Chrissy? Do you think that's the that's the pick to go with? I I would think so. I would think so. Yeah. So the you said mainstream. You said mainstream guys. So we got to go with a former WWE champion, former IWGP heavyweight champion, former Impact World champion AJ Styles. That's a good pick. We, I thought you would pair him up with someone, but that's great. That's great. I, 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 I was thinking about it, but then I thought he really didn't team with any of those guys in ROH. He's we got to be fair. He's ROH World Tag Team Champion. I, I well, know, I, mean, I know, I know. That pick is That pick is done, but you go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I ain't mad at you. That, that's a good point. I ain't going for it. Go ahead. It's all y'all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we still got a lot of bangers on us. <laughs> yeah, There's like a lot of good choices. Two, two out of your four has to be women. Yeah. It's four, right? It's still four? We're yeah, yeah, four more and, picks. Uh, we, we're going to go ahead, and these final two picks are going to be women. So we got we have bangers for the women, too. Like, okay. Which, uh, which way do you think we should go? Uh, we can go star power, or we can go uh, technical wrestling, I guess. I say in-ring quality is the way to go for a Ring of Honor draft. You want to go in-ring quality? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Our roster is all about in-ring quality and dream matches. We're going to bring on the women who's probably responsible for WWE's women's revolution. Like, Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about Stephanie McMahon, okay? (laughs) I'm talking about Sarah Delray, the queen of wrestling. Okay. So you imagine her up with the Kings of Wrestling. That's a smart move. With the Kings, we have as a champion. She's gonna work with our younger women. It's gonna be great. Smart it's move. Great. Smart move. I can't I can't front. You got you got three more picks, one more woman to pick out of those three. So we got four more picks, Miss Chrissy Love. And I'm thinking that uh we 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 go with uh this one. Or yeah. what are you thinking? There's a there's a bunch. There's a bunch of all timers that we can go with here. But I, I think that that's the 
that's the way to go. That's the issue. There's so many to choose from. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What do Um, you think, Chrissy? Go ahead and do that one. We are going to go with a, a ROH, former ROH world champion, along with a former ROH, a legend of ROH. We are going with former ROH world tag team champions, the age of the fall, Jimmy Jacobs and Tyler Black. Nice. That was definitely on our list. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually waiting for these guys to get drafted pretty much like the whole show. So. I, I, I had a weird relationship with Tyler Black. Like the only time I ever liked Seth Rollins was like when he was on the shield and then that little bit of heel turn that he had uh, with Triple H or whatever. Uh, and then it kind of got messed up with the injury. So like. To be uh, to be fair, to be fair, my group of people that I went to Ring of Honor shows with, none of them like Tyler Black. Like no, I was the only no, one no. that was like that was like, yo, <laughs> this guy's gonna be in WWE. He has the look, he's gonna get there. And then and I was I was, was like, I thought Yes, you're right. Take him. Take him now. <laughs> it was for real. Like it, it sounds funny, but like when Nigel McGinnis and Brian Danielson left Ring of Honor, they fucking people were not here for Tyler Black. Fucking, nah. fucking, yeah. And I'm, I was one of those people. So I was like, you know what? I'll sit there. He'll sit in there, but I'm not drafting him first. <laughs> <laughs> I am mad at you. I am mad at you at all because I, 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 we had, we, we saw, we actually met me and my friends. Actually, Jimmy Macaram and Marcus Cash were two of them. We were went, we went to an ROA show. Then we went to BBQs on 42nd Street in New York, and we walked out and we saw Jerry Lynn, Brian Danielson, Tyler Black, and Jimmy Jacobs, and we made Tyler Black take us take the picture of us with Brian. Danielson and Jerry Lynn. <laughs> that's so disrespectful. Guys. That's very, that's very disrespectful. How dare you do that? I'm just saying he was he, like, like John said, he wasn't the most popular guy. Even though I saw something in him, he wasn't a guy I wanted to take a picture with. I wanted to take a picture with the dragon. Um, but it is on you guys. You're, 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 you're one of your three final picks here. Who do you got? All right, so for uh, we're gonna go ahead and go with another woman because uh, we really want to we really want to bolster our women's roster. Like we said, we're all about them dream matches. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and go with uh, Mickey James. Oh, hardcore country. She got an early start in Ring of Honor, and she was one of the regulars there for uh, a little while. <laughs> so, yes. She was, yes. be, she was definitely our. Uh, we got both our women. So we're very yeah. happy with uh, very well done. Very well done. Good quality um, wrestlers too. So we got to pick a woman here. So you think that's a that's yeah, a good one, Chrissy? I think that's go the ahead. Best one to go. Take it away. We're gonna pick it. We're gonna pick her former uh, champ now. But uh, we're gonna go Diana Peraza. Absolutely, nice. one of the best women's wrestlers in the world today. We are going with Diana Peraza. Nice. Absolutely. No, there's no other way. We can't just leave her. I think that would be asinine. We would lose. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can't leave her it's on the board. No. It just picked Mickey. You guys picked Diana. Like they're like literally on the heels of a feud. In, so. Inter, inter, interlocked right there. <laughs> All right. So we are on our uh, last two picks, right? Yes, uh, last two so picks. Right now, we're gonna go ahead and go with. Uh, 
the world's greatest tag team, uh, Sean Benjamin and Charlie Haas, because yeah. uh, we love our damn tag team division here. We got the yeah, oh, we, yeah. We, it's get those three matches. Get that you. It's gonna get crazy in this Ring of Honor. We have <laughs> <laughs> the world's greatest tag team with the Bucks with the. Uh, with everybody else we tag, we Steena Generico, Steena Generico, the kings of wrestling. It's gonna be crazy in here. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad, yo. I like, I love y'all tag team division. Y'all tag team division is stacked. I don't know if it's as stacked as ours, but right. we will get, we will, we will see with the final, with the final few picks here. Um, we we going with the with the ones I, I said, Chrissy. So go go with our second woman. Go ahead, Chrissy. Take it away. We might as well put her in. Dr. Britt Baker, D-M-D. Absolutely. She went from the number one overall pick to, to the, <laughs> one of the final picks. <laughs> was she a doctor in ROH? No. She was a doctor She's a doctor Baker, though. Yeah, I seen her. She's a doctor now. She's still doctor. Regular Brit. Just regular Brit. <laughs> Just regular old Brit. Uh, yeah. So, Dershey Radio, your final pick. Paying off Ooh. college loan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I see it, it was like four, five years ago. So, yeah, probably. We wanted to, we wanted to, we wanted our final pick to really leave an impact, and I didn't mean that as a pun at all. That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, Honestly, uh oh, uh oh, WWE style, right? The end of the show, we wanted to blow him away. So we're gonna go with former uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion, but we're gonna draft him by himself, uh, Shingo Takagi. Yeah. <laughs> that went a total yeah. different way than I thought it was going yeah. to. But, I, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm a huge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stick figure shingo out in these streets. My stick figure shingo. <laughs> yeah, no, our roster is gonna be our roster is fucking stacked. Our roster Top to bottom. Yeah. Put that put that together on a graphic because that's nuts. <laughs> yes, though the, the we're, we're, our, our producer is probably working on that in right the background now. Yep. now. So, so we, are we are we going with uh, the the final pick that uh, I had here, Chrissy? Yes, yes, sir. So I will do this one, this last one here. We are going with former Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, former each of them Ring of Honor World Champions. The first ever Triple Crown winner in here as well. Former Impact Tag Team Champions. A former Impact World Champion. Former Impact X Division Champion. They would have won the NXT titles, but they blew it on their tryout. We are going with the American Wolves. Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. Nice. Yeah, they were definitely on our list. Uh, we just... <laughs> yeah. we just we just chose Shingo instead. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, we can't get two with this, but let's just go with Shingo. Let's do Shingo. We can three picks. We think Shingo is the best wrestler on the planet today. I needed that man on my roster. He was like, let's 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 go with Shingo and Osprey and just continue to do Listen, that over and over when again. Davey, when Davey decides to go be an ambulance on y'all asses. You'll regret this. <laughs> uh, not an ambulance, an EMT or whatever. He's in an ambulance, not even an EMT. He's going to be the physical car that drives bodies. He's going to be an ambulance. He's going to be an ambulance on us. But yes, uh, Ness, you want to say the, the round three, how did that go? Dirty Radio and True Hill Heat. Right. So for Dirty Radio's final drafting round, their picks are Will Ospreay, The Hardys, 
Sarah Del Rey, Mickey James, World's Greatest Tag Team, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, and Shingo Takagi. As far as uh, round three for True Hill Heat, Cody Rhodes and Hangman of the Bullet Club, AJ Styles, Tyler Black and Jimmy Jacobs of Age of the Fall, Deanna Perrazzo, Rick Baker, the American Wolves, Davey Richards, and Eddie Edwards. So you guys get to decide. We have now finished the the all draft. three rounds. All the draft is done. So now it is up to our on screen judge who has kept it down the middle, as well as you guys in the chat. I see a whole bunch of comments here. Nick Jackson uh, putting out names all over the place, saying Zach Saber Junior. Saying C uh, Sienna is still there. Um, we also got Frantic World saying, "Don't forget um, Mercedes Martinez." And Tommaso Champa. Tommaso Champa is a big one. They got yeah. left. left you, on you actually know I'm surprised that neither group, that neither you guys picked. No, Nigel McGinnis. I he was on here. We got all competitive too because in the beginning yeah. I was like I'm just gonna draft all my favorites, but then they were like, oh, we're gonna. I was like, fuck, they're gonna take all the people we need. So we were just like, <laughs> yeah. that's we how were, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> we were making sure that free agent ship is there. We'll get him. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Got the free agent period. The, the, the supplemental picks. Yeah. Supplemental draft, you know. Uh, AL, ALW saying, I really like the promotions working together. Talk about AEW and Impact, uh, but they should have done more. I came back to Impact because of the AEW relationship and True Hill Heat Blunt Impact. So look at that. Look at that. Thank you, sir. Nice, we appreciate nice, nice. that. Uh, we also got Nick Jackson saying, good picks, guys. But for Age of the Fall, I would have done Tyler Black and Brody Lee. That's a That's a good shout. I don't think they were in Age of the Fall at the same time, though. I'm, I got I got to have to go back and research that. And uh, yes, he's also saying I can't believe uh, Nigel went undrafted. Uh, and then uh, Fantic World says round three was really good. But it is now up to you guys who wins this fantasy wrestling draft. I think both squads are are immaculate on both ends. We're gonna get a rundown of both cards uh, of both uh, of both rosters i think we're gonna have the graphic from our producer but uh ness do you have all three all all of the rounds can you run yep. down the 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 rosters for dirt sheet radio and then true hill heat yep for dirt sheet radio we have brian danielson the young bucks jonathan gresham Rouge, bandito shane taylor kevin steen el generico the kings of wrestling chris hero claudio castagnoli pco and Danhausen. Trisha Dora, Tony Deppin, the OGK, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett, Will Ospreay, the Hardys, Sarah Del Rey, Mickey James, World's Greatest Tag Team, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, Shingo Takagi. For True Hill Heat, we have CM Punk, Kenny Omega, the Briscoes, Dragon Lee and Kenny King, Jay Lethal and Tracy Williams, Brody King and Homicide. Samoa Joe, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, Adam Cole, uh, Future Shock, Willow Nightingale, EC3, Roxy, uh, Ray Horace, and Flamita, Cody Rhodes, and Hangman Page, AJ Styles, Tyler Black, and Jimmy Jacobs, Deanna Perrazzo, uh, Britt Baker, and the American Wolves. Yeah, that's Ooh, from both teams. Yeah, yeah, from both teams. That's quality. Romeo, any comments from behind the scenes? Uh, I'm not going to have enough time to make a graphic of that third round, but uh, I did have enough time to make this. 
That's, that so, is, that's that so is, Romeo. That is that is so the so perfect. Fuck off, uh, Nigel McGinnis. Uh, tell us all for not picking him. Uh, yes, the in chat poll. You guys are gonna decide who wins the draft. We're just gonna run down the card very quickly here for uh, power struggle. Get predictions for the top matches. Uh, at the at the bottom of the card, you got uh, the young lions Oa and Fuji Fujita uh, versus Yoshinabu Kanemaru and Duki. You got Tiger Mask Toge Makabe and uh, Honma versus Jado, Gato, and Tongaloa. You also got Master Wado and Taguchi and um, Nagata versus Hiromu Takahashi, Bushi, and Sanada of LIJ. Never open way six-man tag team titles, Hiroki Goto, Tomori Ishii, and Yoshihashi versus the House of Torture, Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, and Sho. You got the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 Championship matchup, uh, Tor Toriano versus Great Okan. You got the IWG Junior Heavyweight Championship match uh, Robbie Eagles versus uh, El Desperado and then our first one we're going to predict here IWGP US Championship on the line Hiroshi Tadahashi will defend against Kenta this one was set up on the G1 uh, Climax 31 final show so who do you think wins here we'll start with Nick Kenta versus Tadahashi that's it's, it's just like this draft there's you know good options here and there and <laughs> But I gotta go with I gotta go with my my John Cena pick. I'm always going Tanahashi. <laughs> Tanahashi wins. LOL. Um, John, who you got? I think at this point in their back and forth, when it comes to definitely when it comes to the U.S. title, it's probably time for Kenta to get that win over Tanahashi. Tanahashi's had a pretty good streak here anyway. It's been long enough. It's not like he's one of the main featured guys. He's old as fuck. He just looks amazing because he's like a god. But that, that he's still he's still got a human body. So like Gent is a bit younger and he's still got some bumps left on his card. So <laughs> probably gonna go Kenta here. Chrissy Love, who you got? Tanahashi or Kenta? Tanahashi. And Ness, who you got? Uh I'm going with Kenta. I think it's he could do something with the uh with the with the uh, IWGP US heavyweight uh championship. Yes, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with uh, John. It might be time for Kenta to finally win the match. He lost against John Moxley. He had that briefcase for months, and he was basically the champion with six defenses of the briefcase. So it makes sense for him to get the win here. G one a uh, briefcase match, but for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, since Okada's got the title now, uh, he's gonna be versing Ta Tamatanga, who pulled up the upset win against Okada in the G one Climax Thirty One. The only man to defeat Okada during the G1 this year. Who you got in this one, Ness? Oh, come on. LOL. Okada wins. <laughs> Chrissy? Same. <laughs> LOL. Okada wins. Uh, John? Uh, well, oh, John? No, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is this is very easy. It's, uh, it's Kazuchika Okada. But I should say, when you see it on paper, like, Tamatanga versus Okada sounds like, oh, what the hell? But they had a pretty good match in the G1, yeah. and it surprised a lot of people. So I think this being one of Thomas' first, like, big, big main event shots and a show that's not a G1 show, uh, and, and I don't really count that stuff against uh, Kenny Omega or whatever. <laughs> so, like, like so, uh, it, it's going to be great to at least watch him overperform. <laughs> 
<laughs> I I agree, but I I also say yeah, Okada wins. Lol. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you you too. I'm going Okada. Yeah. Unanimous for Okada, and then in the main event, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, the the Mister Irrelevant of Dirt Sheet Radio, Shingo Takagi will defend <laughs> against Zack Saber Junior. Saber Junior defeated Shingo in the G1 this year to earn this opportunity. Uh, who you got in this one, Nick? I'm gonna go with Shingo just because there's a reason we drafted. <laughs> <laughs> going with the pick smart move smart move john who you got it's the same reason but also because he's not gonna lose right now like he's on a roll shingo is the guy for new japan today <laughs> like uh, I guess until they get to Wrestle Kingdom and decide what else they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that means Osprey and the rest of the guys will be back by then. Uh, Chrissy, who you got? Shingo or ZSJ? Sing- Shingo. And Ness? Yeah, I got to make it unanimous. You know how I feel about Shingo. <laughs> that is fair. You you are biased. You, you're biased here. You're not biased as a judge, but you're biased here. Uh, yes, I'm going to agree with you guys. Unanimous for Shingo Takagi at Power Struggle 2021. That's going to be next Saturday morning, uh, November 6th on New Japan World. So that should be a very good show with some really good matches on that card. And now it is time. We're going to give you guys in the live chat a little bit more time to uh, figure out who you think win between the two teams. Uh, and Nick Jackson already showing love, saying uh, this might be my favorite draft yet. Uh, also, he uh, picks Kenta to get the victory against Tadahashi. Frantic World also says Kenta needs a big win. Uh, you, my boy, Blue, Blue Heel Heat, uh, says Kenta needs something. Yes, I agree there. And uh, Nick Jackson says Okada wins. Uh, Alan says uh, Tadahashi will probably win, but sh- uh, Kenta should. So, yeah, a couple, couple of really good picks in the live chat by you guys we always appreciate it you got a little bit more time to vote who won between dirt sheet radio and true hill heat but ness it is on you who roster do you pick to win the fantasy wrestling draft i'm gonna be completely honest this literally came down to the last round for me um i'm gonna go with yeah because this is this is you can't go wrong with either draft yeah. with either team. Like there's so many legendary people on both teams and it's just amazing. Oh, with that being said, I'm calling it down the middle. Definitely calling it down the middle, but I'm giving it to True Hill Heat. And I'll say this, that last round, the third round is what it did it for me. You guys drafted AJ Styles, Tyler Black, Diana Perrazzo, again, not being biased, but those are some <laughs> legendary people. Diana Perrazzo, not so much, but her work, her work recently has been amazing. Mm-hmm. I know, like, like I'll, I'll say, outside of WWE, far as like women's wrestling, or even outside of AEW, you know, like just what she's done in Impact has yeah. really made an impact for that promotion, far as women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. So it was, I had to go with those guys. But again, both both teams. This this is my favorite draft so far, even the one that I lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is this is a lot of fun. I was I was I'm very uh, appreciative to be a part of this. 
Oh yes, yes. Uh, thank you, but but yes. Ness is a is an unbiased. <laughs> but we we always accuse people of bias on here because we're true heels. Um, but yes, as you see, that is our third round that we put together. Great work by our producer, uh, the Age of the Fall, Britt Baker, AJ Styles, Cody Rhodes, and Hangman Page, Diana Parazza, and the American Wolves. Uh, he will probably put up Dirt Sheet Radio as well because he is a talented <laughs> producer. And look at that, you got stick figures. <laughs> Bigfinger <laughs> Osprey, you got the world's greatest tag team, the Broken Hardies, you got Sarah Del Rey and Mickey James. What a what a what a whole ensemble cast from both teams. We got uh, a super chat donation here from you, my boy Blue Blue Heel Heat for the ROH fund. We appreciate you, good brother. Thank you, thank you as always. So now it is time for the in chat poll to see who officially won because Ness, we, 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 we appreciate the love. He was here to call it right down the room, but he's more of a referee. You guys are the final say on who wins the fantasy wrestling draft. So Romeo, give us the results. Chrissy, I need a drum roll. Ready? 93% true heel heat. We did it. We 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 finally we finally took a W. Finally took a W. It took us a while. It took us a while. We needed we needed ROH ROH to to go out of business. Go out of business for us for us to Can win. Can I confess something? How good? Can I confess something? Yes. Um, it was actually a hundred. But I went and voted for Dirty Radio. I didn't want them to have zero. So. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. see, Romeo calls it right down the middle, not like our <laughs> other producer. He he's a little biased, to be fair. But Dershi Radio, you guys put together a great roster. But most of all, you guys have put together a great podcast over there. You're doing great yeah. work. Please let the people know where they can listen to Dershi Radio, listen to you guys, because you guys showed your knowledge on this episode here with the draft, with everything we talked about. Like I said before, John, you're one of the one people that I go to for your opinions on wrestling and i'm gonna go to nick as well because nick is very knowledgeable himself and he looks like tony shivani so so ready ready, ready? i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it are you ready yeah it's sting <laughs> but yes let the people know where they can uh find you guys on social media as well as dirty radio fellas find dirty radio on facebook on twitter on instagram just search for dirty radio uh, you can Google Dirty Radio and just find the podcast. It's very simple. Or you can go anywhere the pod- anywhere you get your podcast. YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, and Google Podcasts. It's out there. It's very easy to find. It's very freaking good. I <laughs> I agree. It's very freaking good. And Nick, where can they uh, find you specifically on social media? Good sir. Well, like uh, most good men that keep kayfabe, I will be found at Tony Schiavone at Twitter. No. I mean, really, you could find me. The best way to find me is just on Dirt Sheet Radio. I'm always on the Facebook page. I'm getting around now on the other aspects of social media. And there's rumors that I might be working on the website. That's a big one. We haven't even said that anywhere else. That's big. DirtSheetRadio.com. It's coming. Yeah. This is where you come for the scoops. True Hill Heat gets the scoop from, from <laughs> Dirtsheet Radio. I will be visiting there. Uh if you need if you need, you know, uh journalists or writers, you know, I'm available, guys. Uh, I'm a I'm a freelancer. 
So so <laughs> yes. just let me know. Let yes. me know. Let me know for sure. Partnerships in the wrestling world right here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the wrestling world is full of partnerships. Doshi Radio and True Real Heat is gonna be another one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But go out of your way 100 percent Follow Dershi Radio on Facebook. Always breaking great news over there, as well as on Twitter. They got their uh hot opinions uh for you impact fans, especially. I saw I saw I saw the I saw the last one. I saw I saw I'm not gonna say who who it is that tweets uh <laughs> radio, but I saw they were a little spicy this afternoon <laughs> or yesterday afternoon. Got a lot of people mad. <laughs> I saw that. I saw the the, the impact stuff. community came for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun stuff, man. Get on there. Shit on shit on the admin if you want. It's fun stuff. <laughs> it's okay. We always do anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's an even it's an even exchange for sure but thank you guys so much for joining us on this edition of true hill heat true hill heat 149 miss chrissy love please let the people know where they can find you and your episode of wrestling daily from yesterday as well yes um so you guys can find me every week with my good brothers sp and top guy jj every saturday for true hill heat other than that um oh we don't have no more dark side friend oh <laughs> Leave the memories alone. <laughs> we'll wait for season four. Um, <laughs> you can go on YouTube and watch them over. They're there with me and uh, SP and I. We uh, did our review for Dark Side of the Ring. We did the uh, last episode, which was the st- uh, steroid trial, which was really good. Um, so go check that out. You can catch an episode of Wrestling wrestling daily with uh my boo my boo alex mccarthy um i was on his show yesterday for their uh black history month over there in the uk which was really really fun so check that out as well other than that you can follow me on ig twitter and on facebook it's chrissy love one or chrissy love underscore or just plain crystal lynch absolutely and ness thank you for calling it right down the middle as a referee please let them know where they can find you on social media and the true hill heat youtube channel guys can follow me on twitter and instagram at skinny underscore underscore kravitz right here on the true hill heat youtube channel fusion of honor with the stat king blunt impact joints and jabronis with chris g uh nx3 myself chris g romeo anthony cologne there you go. He's all he's doing work. He used to be yep. the six man and now he's on here almost every day. Um, and you can find me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. I won't be on AE Recap, AE Ramble for tomorrow, but we will be dropping with Jimmy Macaram and Marcus Cash reviewing AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage. That will be dropping tomorrow or sometime this week. I don't know when I'm not there. But uh you, you can also find me next week on True Rewind with Romeo and uh, Drunk Guy JJ going back in time to the Monday Night Wars. And of course, right back here next Saturday, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, True Hill Heat 150, the big 150, with our special guest, Bodyslam.net's own Cassidy Haynes. So also become uh, a member of the Patreon account, $3 backers or more for exclusive content, patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat, True Hill Heat 149, the post show will be up later today. Today, as well as exclusive content like our review of the G1 Climax, NBA preview, and much, much more. And follow us, the gang, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True Heel Heat. So, for our boys over at Dirt Sheet Radio, Nick and John, thank you so much for joining us. For Miss Chrissy Love, for Ness, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been True Hill Heat 149, Honorable Death. We are signing off until 
next time.